<laughs> is this All beginning right, of folks. Act One? It is the beginning of Act One. So, um, I'm not sure how much what we'll, we'll use Rule Twenty. I just figured it'd be good to have everybody logging in so we can do a, uh, a rolling and have something th there. But if I show anything, I, I'll probably just show my um, my screen through Zoom, if anything. Which means this recording won't have any of the background um, ambiance music, but whatever. <clears throat> you can always add it in post. No, I'm not recording it. <laughs> All right. Well, last time um, began with the ending of the memorial for <laughs> the... Um, all that had fallen from the commoners to the nobles to the, the 60, the 12, the royals, the, the aspects even. And he did some uh, wheeling and dealing amongst the crowd. You, you two paid your respects to um, Elspeth and Daniel, but mostly kept mm -hmm. up keep, keeping a watch. Fortunately, nothing mm -hmm. too extreme happened by any means. And you, you reconvened with Annie and Hokerus after a chat about needing to leave the next day. The talk about leaving immediately, but there's not really a big, big rush. And Norway could use a, a little, little bit of, of rest, perhaps. Um, you guys mm -hmm. got dinner with, with Elkris, his treat back at Sanids, where it all began for, for you guys. Mm -hmm. And. Um, a, a fine dinner was had jokes and and drinks um he did have his his friends uh, keeping close eye just just in in case some uh, uh quiet conversation what was had by the use of his dragon shard powered um fabrial and you guys made decisions on what what to to do the gold plane shift to the shadow fell trek the day or so to fate's palace um to have an, an audience with the raven queen or the, those of her ilk to inquire about questions that, that you have that you have not yet asked i won't go over them right now um and bury a, a box containing the scroll as far as anybody knows that's exactly what is in it yep, yep. that's the plan that's yep. the plan that's the plan. But it's really an Akundrak world. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. It's right up there. Uh, next day, you got you all reconvened, and then plane shifted and landed very on the outskirts of where the snow would be falling, but no snow was falling, though it still existed and, and crunched underfoot. That immediate impact of emptiness the lacking of empathy emotion being quashed as colors are muted even sound is muted the air is stagnant the sort of stagnant of being outside in a vast almost like you're in a cavern vastly mm -hmm. vast uh, miles and miles underground in some sort of deep dark mine where sun and wind has never ever touched and that's how stagnant it feels almost smothering but alas you are out there in the middle of the, the open kind of nestled in 
between a pair of um, mountains. And you guys made your way toward the shimmering moon that was mostly obscured. Heading that direction, uh, only after about an hour or so of traversal, you're reaching the end of one mountain into this valley, um, mostly flatland, and there were sounds that Annie de detected, so at least you were not all su surprised when out came these large shadow hunter bats with bulbous tails that, that come out and seem to leech this sort of necrotic exhausting energy from this space and zap it at you like a bunch of jerks that and biting and clawing and a fight broke out in which norwin went um he summoned he summoned an air elemental and went an air elemental and these creatures that feast on flesh and blood and, and, and emotion had no interest in that um annie in fact clever um, Annie, in fact, uh, well, before Annie fell, um, um, Earth did sort of um, unexpectedly, but sort of fittingly, lost his uh, 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 shit, which he hasn't done for a, a, a while here, uh, losing his, his cool, the red just a bit darker. In this place where emotion should be quashed, something was able to leach out and, and for what, at whatever reason, um, wreaked a bit of of havoc, but hopefully the the worst thing it did was that it was he attacked um, Norwin's el elemental friend. Ooh, he had it coming. Yeah, um, Nanny taking all the glory. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And Hanny, for for her sake, uh, she did fall in battle, um, unconscious, and then the Death's Shadow necklace blooming fittingly in this place the gift from Ceres Nocturus directly from the Raven Queen herself imbuing her with this shadow energy that can only happen once a week or so and uh, blasts were happening and they the bats also were not interested in her shadow ass form so the focus was on Urfael and <laughs> death uh, met all of these flying beasties you then just continued your way on. A raven landed on Annie's shoulder at one point and spoke in a voice um, directing you toward a cavern on the opposite side. You made, you made your way there and saw a uh, gloomstalker ranger tiefling of, of sorts, which if you're on Slack, that's currently my um, picture. So if you just want to, to see that, you are free to click on my profile and see it. Yeah. Uh, Gaius was his name. And apparently being a lookout for bad shit is his game. As he, as he, he helped you guys up the mountain several hours more traversal. And you realize that um, Norwin did take you as close as he could to Fate's Palace, but not the direction you had come previously. So on foot or by um, climbing would have been another day at least going down across and up in this sort of caldera where where Fate's path, um, palace is. But fuck that, you guys have a carpet. So you made your way along while, um, and Morty's bats came to harry you, 
guy is taking pot shots, attracting some, some of, of them toward him, and he doing eldritch blasts, sort of throwing his his daggers that return. I think one more good blast hit came off and, and hit two of you. But then the bats all decided that easier for prey was worth more than chasing you. You you landed outside the front of Fate's Palace, and the, the doors opened, and Ceres Nocturus and Aileen came walking out. Her in her raven feather um, cloak encompassing all but her her boots, her military style style jacket beneath, hat, and a beak-like mask. Where Ceres Nocturus does not wear the, the beak-like mask, but she does have a bird-like feet. Um, perhaps a tiefling of sorts, but not entirely sure with that blindfold wrap around her eyes at all times, but seemingly not hearing her ability to see. Two invisible Shadar Kai <laughs> around you as well, as you were questioned why you were here and if you truly were who you claimed to be. Um, high alert here for <clears throat> obvious um, reasons, perhaps. Icarus, um, looking for permission from Annie to fly forward, and Ceres, um, touching and, and speaking with, with him, declare that this is something that could not be fate. And welcome back. Mm -hmm. So with that, weren't we on our way to see old Ogus? What's his face? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was that was where we were kicking off that moment in time. But I figured I'd, I'd go back just a just a a, a a titch and set the um stage before I, I hand mm. it over to you guys for the bit of a hike upwards. <clears throat> um okay. Well last when last you three entered this vast dark foyer to face palace. You recall the powerful, painful memories and visions you all shared. Norwin, unable to protect his family and loved ones. Annie being abandoned by all those she holds dear to her heart. Raphael, unable to control his killing rage. Even Claymore and her deep shame of almost giving up on Hayfoot and choosing to live without the memories of him. But now that darkness and those visions do not exist. It's simply a large entryway. Fewer, dim, empty, austere place. You are instead led wordlessly by Ceres, not tourist, to the unbounded arcanum, with the globe of destiny standing tall and proud inside. Though what you remember is how the, tra the, the traitor Umberfen had sacrificed himself with a fragment of the metallic artifact slicing his own neck um, to create a portal with the help of Tel Jehar to this inner sanctum. The glass ceiling is replaced in some places and covered over by tarp and as such in others. The air here is even colder than usual, though your bodies are after the day of travel, already quickly acclimating to the shadowfall. So physical sensations are subdued. You are cold, but you're never freezing. You are 
hungry, but never starving. You are irritated, but rarely to the point of outright anger, unless you're Leo and roll a, a, a one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> a small handful of clerics, scholars, sages, and such still remain in this, this large room in quiet discussion, though each look up in worry, irritation, or fear, but then return to their work in a melancholic, lackadaisical way. You get the sense that the protections of this place that kept the influences of the Shadowfell away and made it sort of a, ha- a haven um, for, uh, for you such uh, no longer exists. Uh, one of these figures is, is Dorvin with staff and heavy book in hand. Another is a human with shoulder length, dark hair, wearing splint male armor. And the third is a woman with long white hair and a brass sensor ha- hanging at her hip. All three have sallow or pale skin stretched thin and taut over knuckles, sunken cheeks and dark eyes. They re- remind you in, in some ways of the, of the, the humans, Nassark, Fladell, and Fargren that you had met um, in Gloomrot that had been in the Shadowfell for years. You see these folk and you get the distinct, they don't pay much attention to you, but you just from seeing them, you get the impression that they have been here for some time. And the, like I said, the environmental protections are lax if, if existing at all. You are led through an archway and through a hallway strewn with oddities, rocking chairs and bassinets, easels and easels and moth-eaten fur coats, ancient coins and golden cups. Some things of worth, most not, but the purpose, the worth of any of these seems to be known only to the bad queen, if even her. Ultimately, you are led up a spiral staircase toward a Prilus Ventopolis's laboratory, which I think some of you have been to in the past. Um, Cyrus is leading the way with, with Aileen um, behind you and one of the Shutter Kai um, trailing even behind that, one of the ones with longer white hair and a spear at his back. Uh, It'll be a bit of a, from those of you who have come this way before, the castle is quite large, though mostly empty, and Pylos' lab is at the the tippy top. So it will be about a 10 to 15 minute walk just to to reach that place. You are free to do so in quiet, or you are free to have any discussion if, if you so choose. Anybody want to say? Well, I don't, I mean, why don't the queen have the protections that she used to? You were asking this to, like, out loud in general or specifically to? Yeah, yeah, to my allies, to anybody we're walking with. Well, if I remember right, I think most of her power was taken up in our fight. And so she had to pull that back and 
just doesn't have as much to offer as she used to. Right, Cirrus? Cirrus's head uh, nods in agreement. And there's a sort of a weary sigh. And she from ahead of you uh, doesn't turn her head to speak, just simply speaks in this mostly empty, silent place where the only sound is your footsteps. Her voice echoes back to you as you're moving up this spiral stone staircase. That is correct. The queen is, has always been esoteric and hard to commune with, hard to understand. As you remember, I'm sure, not one to give orders. We simply try to divine meaning. That is true now more than ever because what little guidance she did give is now has not existed since you were here. With that, furthermore, some things have been lost. The Raven Queen's power does not seem to be infinite, and I do not claim to know I'm new to this as well when it, when it compares to some. Shadarkai behind, be, behind you all um, chimes up and says, the Shadarkai's souls are bound to the queen. Through her magic, we are given form, eternal simulacrum of life. But that has its limits as well. Our numbers have been halved. And that does not seem to be a reparable thing. At least not as far as we have understood. There have been times in the past when Shadar Kai have died, but death to us is a brief inconvenience. But there have been times in the past when the tolls were so great and the queen herself did not have the strength to reform us. But never before have we suffered such a significant reduction in our number. There are now a mere 27 of us left. Sarah says, that does not include those like myself who are not Shadar Kai, but are followers. And that does not include those like yourself, um, Anaxoria, who are mortal followers. But I don't know if there are any like you still walking the material plane. I believe the queen needed every bit of her power back and took that. For it is more important that the Shadar Kai live to protect her than it even is her followers exist in the material plane. You seem to be the exception. I am not. As again, the lacking of 
raven that was always with Ceres is more pronounced now than ever. So, Urfael, that is a long answer to your simple question that I simply do not believe the queen has the power to shield us from the, from the Shadowfell's influence. Fortunately, when she created this place, it appears that the void in space that she that manifested when Lilitherna came to be is still in place, which means that teleportation magics cannot bring our foes closer than a day or so travel. Where are I'm sure you are. She looks back at the little bit worse for um, where that, that some of, of you may seem. And I hope it was not too distressing for you, but what trip to the Shadowfell isn't? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I'm going to say like rip a talon out of my shoulder. <laughs> I feel great. Now. <laughs> I Is there you. anything we can do to help her bring her power back quicker? Anything that oh was God. a fragment of her could, in theory, do so. But we are not the ones to ask. If she wishes something, then there will be a sign. Mm -hmm. If she wished for Icarus to return to her and with that, the power that you hold, Anaxori, I believe that that would be made clear. Yes. Interesting. Again, I am new to this as well, only a hundred uh, years under my belt, as they say. The Shadarkai know more, but they are fairly taciturn, even with the likes of myself. The Shadarkai in the back does, does not offer any commentary on that front. I'm not sure how much they recall of their original lives. I'm not sure how much they retain between deaths. I don't know if any truly understand how her power works or where it hails from. Though there are those here who are still learning. And Prilus Ventopoulos is one. And he holds the only gem here that can stave off the effects of the Shadowfell. So he is doing better than most. As I'm sure you noticed, the unbounded arcanum is not the bustling place of learning and not knowledge that it was. Those who had the ability to take themselves away did so, and most did not. And uh, Prilus was kind enough to bring many of them back to the material plane. Mm. Give it time. Indeed, that's all we have now is time and the hope for it. We simply hope that we have enough time. 
It's always the kicker, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Does that include Feather in the Wind and the others? Feather in the in the Wind returned. Dark returned. Awarthiel is amongst us still. Being mm-hmm. being an elf, she is naturally a bit more resistant to to some things. And her home was not a place that she necessarily needed to return to. So she is much like Gaius. Uh, It is useful to have someone who is familiar with terrain and can traverse it easily and can frankly shoot an arrow quite far. Uh, Though she is without her raven. But... Mm -hmm. Not all were made equal. Not all are, as the word would would be um, in the girl language, borlocks. Ravens are good guides to those, to those clerics and paladins and rangers even and such. But they do not all grant power. Um, Not like Icarus, for example. Perhaps the last example. Mm -hmm. Icarus kind of uh, pops up his chest a little bit at that and like struts just a little bit on your shoulder. <laughs> oh no. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, him, down. This is not a time to celebrate being special. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's take him back. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I, I think quiet enough that really only you can hear any. You hear, stupid bird. In your, in your <laughs> ear, from the lump of, that is your hair <laughs> cascading down your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you reach the um, door, a door, which is your greatest mm-hmm. enemies here. After a we try to break it down. <laughs> you came to the wrong place, door. <laughs> 30 times I try to break it down over the course of two minutes. A wild shape into a giant crocodile, and I bite the door. <laughs> yeah, working. Um, Ceres knocks softly. Ceres Nocturus, you say? Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on a minute. It's my my. It's my meeting, right? All right, mute. <laughs> I can stop this video too. <laughs> I have all the power. <laughs> no, I have, oh, no. Ask him. I have to I have to ask him to unmute. I, don't, I cannot even unmute him. I have to ask him to unmute and show his video. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I kind of like this okay. online thing. I really, I really have power. I'm kidding. Hey, uh, fuck you. <laughs> it's like opposite of inspiration it's like mm, time out Ferris <laughs> places her knuckles upon the, the door several times to make a sound <clears throat> um there's a, another word for that that will not be spoken <laughs> again um but in this place any sound is simultaneously softer like attenuated and louder all at once so it sounds sharp as if punching your own eardrums Come in. 
The voice comes from the other, the other side. As she opens, she grabs a big metal, uh, metal ring, turns, and opens it. You see uh, his laboratory, several tables and the desks and potion making thing and, and burners and dripping and sounds and just a, 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 an eclectic collection of things. For his worth, the um, gnomish um, wizard himself is looking at comparatively good health. And you can, and you can indeed see why. A dark thumb-sized dome of faintly bluish purple hue hangs from a silver chain around, around his, his neck. If you recall uh, from the, the pictures back in the day, he has that maroon uh, robe that has actual like, like eyeballs all, all over it. And as you walk in, he is still hunched, hunched over a table, um, mm-hmm. a, a, a specifically a drafting table. So he's on a stool and the t- table is sort of angled up. So you can't see what's, what's, what's on it. And he's got a long and he's hard at, at work. He doesn't even raise his eyes up at you, but you see all the eyes on his cloak kind of turn to look at you. Sort of an odd <laughs> feeling. Um, as organized as this place was, when you, when you first come and he doled out various magical, ma- magical implements to aid in the defense of the, of the Raven Queen from, you know, sp- Spears and javelins and arrows and orbs and all sorts of, of, of things. It is now haphazard and much emptier than it was before. Um, as, as I said, Prilus himself is upon a wooden stool behind a drafting table with quills and inks and brushes and paints beside him. Books and pamphlets and scrolls are strewn about where he is seated. And the tables around the room are littered with wood and metal assemblies. Some you recognize like um, model tre- um, um, tr- uh, model but work functional trebuchets and um, mm-hmm. ballista um, and the like, but others are more esoteric in, in design. It looks like it would be a ballista, but it has something else next to it and you, you, you can't, can't make heads or tails really of what it is. But as the eyes on his robe look at you and blink, all of them kind of on their own pace, a little bit of an odd thing. He finishes what he's, he's writing at that moment in time, looks up, sets the quill in, in the, the mostly empty ink well, puts his fingers through his white hair, his mustache and, and, and goatee here. And as he puts his, his hands, runs it through his white hair, you see black black streaks of, of, of ink from his fingers kind of just <laughs> go through them. Welcome back. You're back sooner than I thought you'd be. Um, sooner than we thought too. Sooner than we wanted. Oh, yeah. What brings you to the laboratory of Prilus Ventopolis? He says as he's cracking his back, and you hear a few pops, and he hops down off his stool and comes comes forward, stretching his neck a bit as if he'd been hunched over there for quite some time. Come, come in, in, in. Um, in we come, I guess. Saris will stay by the door. Um, Aileen will close it and but stay but stay on the outside and the shot archive also stays outside 
Sarah simply says, they come with questions, Pilus, but I, but, but I, I will let them speak for themselves. Pilus nods sagely at her and then looks around the room where there's exactly two other stools and says, uh, sit, first come, first serve. I'd offer you a drink, but I have none. I'd offer you food, but don't have any either. So, mm-hmm. nope, that's fair. I, I can make some tea, I suppose. Actually, I would love some tea. I'll make some tea then. And hot water, I can, I can do. Goes over to a li- little, like <laughs> little, like arcane Bunsen burner, and takes what looks like a flask that probably had some sort of potion type. That type thing in it. He goes like this, a few drops come out and he <laughs> threw it and <laughs> sets it over. Ooh. Adds water. He just moves his fingers and water. <laughs> water is, is one thing we never have a lacking of, at least. That's good. At least. So. As I say, what brings you? I suppose we um, have some questions. Mine largely pertain to death. I'm not sure if my comrades are the same. Yeah. I thought we had questions for the queen, but I guess we're stuck talking to you, so. Well, if any could get an audience with the queen herself, I imagine it would be, and he looks at Annie, you, my dear. But uh, that is a question that you'll have to take up with her. For now, perhaps I'm the best you'll get at this moment in time. I do suppose she's more than likely tired, and I would like to not stretch her thin. Not sure if she even exists in the way that she once did. See. <clears throat> so, water is boiling. Tea is being steeped. Yes. Let's be, let's begin with your question about death. Then. I suppose mine mainly comes revolves around the void and creatures from the Shadowfell. Recently in the mortal plane, we've had a run-in with a Nightwalker, which is unusual. And I'm wondering if there's any way to bring back those that have been lost to it. Asking the difficult questions immediately, I see. Does anybody else have an easier question that they would like to ask first? I mean- I jest, I jest. Yeah. He goes over to his bookshelf, which is his his height mostly, and and goes around two of the of the walls here. You know that there's other um, libraries and whatnot within this place, books of all sorts that have been collected from the material plane and possibly other planes that have been collected here, no differently than the random, you know, chairs and and whatnot that you find. But here in this place. Um, Prylas knows his books quite well, and he looks across them on the, th- the third shelf up and grabs an old, dusty tome 
and brings it over to the ta- table. He moves over a model trebuchet and ballista. And he opens it up. Aged yellow pages. He flips past. And you see demons and devils flips past those sections. You see other creatures. And these are all the drawings in here are as if with like, like ink and quill. They're simple yet detailed. Um, the wording is is in um, infernal. Those of you who can read that, two of, of you, I, I believe at least. And he flips past those here. And then it looks like, like some sections are written in a different hand. Um, you're not sure if this is his book or something that he's collected over, 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 over the years. You, you just don't know. But it does look quite old, if nothing else, even by the standards of the Shadowfell, where things tend to age more, more slowly, not just physical, but also objects. He flips near the, the end of it, in fact. Ah, and he turns the book and pushes it a bit toward you, Annie. And you see a full page rendition of a Nightwalker. Not an, entirely unlike the drawing that you yourself did at one point in, in time a, after first seeing it um, in the wilds outside Runheim. Mm-hmm. Dark spindly shape, almost wisps of maybe smoke is the wrong word for it, but that, that, that's a close thing that you could think you could think of, wisps of sh- shadow itself. The whole page shaded in darkness, but this humanoid-esque image with, with horns even, even darker than that, as if the rest of the shading was with, um, was with coal but the actual figure itself is with the darkest, the darkest ink that you could find. The exception being two white spots on, on the face, four eyes. Otherwise, a very, very dark page. This is the, the creature that you faced? It is. On the page opposite, you indeed see a Nightwalker. Um, written there in infernal and then written underneath that in common and in elvish and in a couple of couple other dialects perhaps bit of a description there which your which your eyes um scabby he basically summarizes it for you even as you see it nightwalkers are beings not of the shadow fell per se. When things die in a particularly violent or emotional way, they are, they can be pulled through their essences, their intent are, can be pulled through the sorrow swarm that you, that you have, have seen, I'm sure. When others die and there is no shepherd for their souls, they may appear here as shades, sort of like shadows, but harmless, in, at least in small numbers. Eventually those will fade and thus the souls will go through the process, the long, slow process of being well processed in a sense. Uh, the Raven Queen's river sticks that she carved helps expedite this process and protects those from being captured by devils and demons as, as they traverse the abyss. But these Nightwalkers, 
I don't know if anyone truly knows from whence they come, but we know that they are not beings of this place. In fact, Anaxaria, you used the exact word I would use. There is a different name for them beyond Nightwalkers, and that is simply Voidwalkers. The Void, you asked, you said that your questions were regarding that. The Void is not a place, it's not a thing. It's not a plane of existence. And he grabs a separate book, a page, a page hand is already pulling another book, like a scroll over. And it hits the table and it unfurls. And you see a very similar image to that which I, Josh, have drawn for you in the past, where the material, you know, the plane is here. The shadow fell and the Feywild are like Venn diagrams that like intersect the um, material plane and then the Elysium above and, and the abyss the abyss below. This drawing is much more beautiful and in color, in, in fact. And the Elysium is the such where it's 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 a um, inverted pyramid. It's a pyramid scheme where <laughs> the point of it is almost the point of it is touching the material plane, but it goes up to the very, very top of the page, almost as if to imply infinite. And then the bottom of the, sc of, of the scroll is the abyss. And that comes from the bottom of the page up as, as well. So you have the material plane, two Venn diagrams, and then almost a funnel, and then an inversion there at the bottom. But you also see on this that circling the material plane, the shadow fell, the the, the fake wild in the in the um, I guess not north south, but like like um, northeast southeast um, blah 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 so, sort of thing in the four corners, if you will, around the material plane, the shadow fell and the fake wild are is almost is a circle that's shaded differently and you see the plane of fire the plane of water the plane of, 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 of the plane of earth and the plane of um, um, mayor and a label for that being the primordial elemental planes from your stories that, you, that you've heard in the past from the undying court and such this was the original chaos from which the material plane was formed at some point in time Underlying all of that and expanding beyond that is a sphere, a circle, I should say, which is simply labeled the astral sea. And another circle around, like inside that, which is a band, which is the border ethereal. And Pilus explains that not only are the planes those that you're familiar with, the, uh, the elemental ones, the Shadowfell, the Feywild, the celestial realm, and the realm of demons and darkness and devils. The astral sea encompasses it, it all. It is what exists. All that exists is within the astral sea, and his fingertip will circle. He'll... he'll um, basically follow or trace the circle that is the astral sea. But when you mentioned the void, then it is spoken of in theoretical tones is what 
as what I'll say, Anaxoria. And that is simply this. If everything that is known and understood is here, and he put, puts his hand on every, everything, the, the center, then what is here? And he traces a finger outside the astral sea circle to the very edges of, of the page where the circle, you know, the edge, it's a, it's, a, it's a square. So there's a little bit that's outside, outside of that. Then what is this? So when you use the word void, and when these creatures are known as void walkers, it does beg the, the question, is it possible that there is something even beyond our influence, something that is outside of what we can see, what we can detect, where we can travel, a realm of nothingness, an empty place, a void, in other words. If there was such a place, would it even be a place? Would it be a nowhere? But the theory is that if these void walkers, these night walkers, do not come from the Shadowfell, and they do not strike like they come from the abyss, if they come from anywhere, perhaps that is their true, where, truly where they come from. But again, is it a place? Is it a, we can, we can travel to the astral sea. We can use astral projection to traverse it. We can physically reach the border ethereal, move beyond it into the space of astral infinity and emptiness, but brimming with everything. I say the words empty because there's no land and, and there's no sea and there's no people, but it's infinite magic power that coalesces the wave itself even spreads through there but i cannot take you we cannot travel to avoid we cannot travel outside of that but when the word void is used in such a way that is often the theory behind it a place that is equal to in infinity but empty outside of the realm of the astral sea and all that we know as material matter. So there's no way to bring the people back. He'll point to a specific passage on there where it says, um, whoever wrote this back in the day has written there, no known methods of reviving the souls that have been consumed by a Nightwalker have been found. All attempts at, at revivification, resurrection, and the such are met with an empty shell of a body, or at the very best, a pale simulacra of a soul, but not a true soul. Unbelievably powerful magics have tried, and they've been successful in parts, hence the simulacrum of a soul, like almost there, almost like you're imbuing your own will, like I want this person to return, and you, you create a sham version of that. Um, 
but no known methods exist. As far as anybody understands, they are annihilated from existence entirely, or perhaps consumed and at best reside in the void. If it exists, a place where nobody can go. Especially if we took the anvil of the void and the anvil of life and found a way to use it together, we could maybe do something. Very, very true. Anvils? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go right. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. I show you my 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 books, but you stay mum on your your secrets. This is fine. Not so much secrets as I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is something that can be discussed, perhaps. I'm just saying, doesn't sound like they can do shit for us here. Again, so glad we made the trip. Well, that's only part of why we're here. True. Thank you. That is very much what we wanted to know, considering it involves many, many friends of ours, even more than just were killed by the Nightwalker, but also those who it appeared were just drugged into the void itself. Drug into the void itself. Or at least that's what it looked like to me with Fire Song. Would you agree, Erfand Norwin? Probably. It was like he opened a door to nothing and then they went in. Was mm -hmm. he pulled in? I can't remember. Pulled he was in. like wrapped pulled up in. in something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be the first I've ever heard of such a thing transpiring if it truly was this nowhere the void it might be but yeah doesn't sound like a fun place to be those that have encountered nightwalkers in a third or a second book um because this sort of was a scroll comes out and there's um a brief chapter on three separate Nightwalker sightings, um, or I should say encounters, um, two of which the Nightwalker um, basically completely obliterated a um, village. And these are centuries old things here. They appear from nowhere. And I'm not trying to be poetic about this whole void business. They appear when there is a, this recording right here, and he points to a passage, which you quickly, you know, scan. And this, this one's in common, uh, a very, a very old dialect of common, but it talks about how um, there seemed to be a crack in space itself. Small, but still maybe, you know, 20 feet, you know, high. There's like a, a very simple drawing on a page. And that's how this um, writer, this, this author describes it. It was like somebody took a quill and jaggedly struck the 
the air itself. Things seemed to move into it, and it distorted space. The next thing I knew, I saw a blackened hand reaching out, and an entire large body came forth. And it goes on to describe, it seems to be like a, like a firsthand account from a survivor of such an attack. And it, we watched from a distance as a Nightwalker just walked and consumed and destroyed. And no understanding why. No understanding if it even had any intellect. Was this a deliberate thing? Was it an attack? Or was it just here by, by accident and did what it does? Nobody knows. Nobody's ever been able to question one of these things or know what their intent is. But that crack did fade over time. The other two stories are similar. Um, one of them is of a heroic troop back in the, the day who were able to fell such a, a, a thing after it destroyed several mills and what whatnot and was just roaming around the countryside a, a collection of, of holy warriors went to inter, intercept supported by some wizardly folk and uh, were able to kill it so at least they know they can be be killed and you guys are already well well aware of that that fact at least and we, when we talk about the gateway scars healing over time, is that like hours time or like days time or like that ripple is there for months? There, there's only that one of the um, three accounts, only, only the one says it actually saw it appear from, from that. And the same, the same account basically, basically ends with them saying, I went back there um, months later and the crack was nowhere to be, to be seen. I had told pe people it was there. It was there. We have to watch it. And they had, they had gone and only, only weeks after and said they could find nothing of it. The author claims it was hard to, you know, see, you had to look at it just from the proper angle. They probably just, just didn't see it. But when he went back, it, it indeed was gone. So whether it lasts hours, days, weeks, or a month is un unclear but it surely did not seem to last longer than a month. And if, if you believe those that went there to check it out, um, then it, did, it didn't even last a couple of weeks. It must've been the term mm -hmm. of days or less. It was still there when he fled from the, from the area, but that was only minutes. Makes sense. I'm sorry that this information is not good as as you say annex sorry i it's what you were seeking but i fear that you wished i opened this book and it said ah yes this particular spellcraft will bring back your friends but alas some things are not so easy no yeah. i do appreciate it and i do they seem to be random wanton destruction, not even a malevolence per se, just a almost, they could almost be compared to a wildfire or a flood, a thing that happens and then fades in, in time if we're lucky. If they could be weaponized, that would be most dangerous, but I don't know how you would possibly weaponize such a thing. Oh, this one, yeah. This one certainly was. It was captured and let loose 
in a throne room with matriarchs. Yep. Oh my. Well, I suppose that would do it if you could capture a wildfire and you know, and unleash that, it would do untold destruction also. Did it seem that it was being c- controlled or simply released to do its natural business? Probably just released as far as I'm concerned. Although okay. it did seem to single me out a bit. I don't think that was to control, but I think it shows intelligence. Hmm. Or hunger. But why would it go for me? You're much meatier. He's farther away. Yeah, but it's after a soul. You're a much easier kill. Very true. And you have more souls. I only have one soul. Does Icky and Sticky not count? I don't know. New experiment. Let's kill the bird next (laughs) one. Come on. No. Mm. Stupid dwarf. Fine, the rat. Give me, give me the rat at least. Stupid dwarf. <laughs> yep. You're gonna wake up bald one day, Annie, and he's gonna have nowhere to hide. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> literally invisible while under her under her hair. Mm-hmm. If anything, he's making it worse for himself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm. No, so. It didn't, I mean, as far as I remember, it didn't seem like it was kill the king, then kill this patriarch. It was more mm-hmm. so kill. Exist. And once yeah. things were down, it wouldn't go for them. It just let its aura do its jam. Yeah. Indeed, these, these accounts even mention just being within relatively close proximity to them is enough to devour your soul whole and the word de- the word devour doesn't seem to fit here devour implies ingestion and consumption and eventually a point of satiation even a dragon may devour in ancient times a village surely but even its stomach must have limits no telling if a void walker would truly have limits does it truly have hunger and if it if it does hunger could it ever be satiated again these are all questions that i do not have answer to nor do any of these folks in these fine books interesting well, i guess we'll just have to be the first then yes if you have any uh, if you would like to depending on how long you're staying if you would like to tell me exactly your experience Experience, I'd be more than happy to, to document that for future arcana. Of course, I think that would be wise. Don't seem we... to give a shit about giant alligators. Nope. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. <laughs> we did see one on our way here the first time too, but that was a much briefer encounter as well. Yeah, didn't necessarily so maybe they don't even perceive threats. Think about it that way. They didn't care about the crocodile, but it went for Anaxoria. Mm-hmm. Crocodiles have so souls, man. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but like it didn't see you as a target to go for first. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Does, a, does a creature like that even have self preservation? Uh, didn't seem to try to run. Mm-mm. Precisely. Maybe per- perhaps it was being controlled. 
loosely a suggestion of what Tino do, or perhaps it simply was feeding what it, it, it could. Impossible to say whatever they are, wherever they are from. Um, after the thing was unleashed, the um, person who unleashed it kind of um, got out of town. Probably wise to not stay around it. Mm, probably not. So, especially since a lot of their tactics involves resurrecting themselves. And there's never been an account of more than one of these at a time. It's always just one. None of the accounts I've seen have mentioned more than one at a time. Do we not see multiple on the way? Was it only the one? Only the one. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure only the one. I thought there was other things walking around there, and I don't remember everything. I thought maybe Solo Sworn or something. You had the one that chased you, like... Yeah, on all fours and did the whole finger point thing and you you saw more than you saw you had two sightings is what i'll say i don't know if it was ever i don't think that you saw two of them side by side though i think if if that's if that's the question it's sort of like a well have you ever seen brad pitt and tom hanks in the same room at the same time (laughs) i mean come on guys you know we had two different sightings whether or not they're the same is yet to be unveiled right Sure. So we have not seen multiple in one instance. No. Yeah, I just thought we had seen a sighting of it more than once when we are going through to Runeheim. Mm-hmm. There's no so. mention of them having teleportation capabilities, um, but also if they are beings of the void, if again we are assuming that place even exists, if it could even be called a, a place, then who's to say that they die? They may simply return there and emerge at a, a different time. Perhaps, perhaps there's there's only one of them. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. These, again, these are answers that uh, I That'd simply do not have. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well. What else? I'm sure there's a. Surely you came for my uh, chicken pot pie recipe. Yes. <laughs> Norwin wants to learn how to make chicken pot pie. That's what I'm taking from that. Yep. All right. You want the recipe? Yeah. Pilots will spend the next three days te- teaching you that. And then at the end, Ooh, he'll, at the end he'll say, I was going to uh, teach you Dwarmir's instant summoning, but I see that, that this pot pie was much more of interest to you. I'm sure it's going to be pretty good. But can I supplement it, the chicken for tofu? No. Damn. Get the fuck out of my gas. Wasted days. Get in the pie, Norwin. Get in the pie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yep. Yeah. Well, Anything else I, I could help you with in this time? I mean, I forget what I know. I forget what Stephen knows. But because <laughs> I have bad memory. But no. do we is it just because of the undying court that the elves are? removed from the process of Elysium, Abyss, and of whatnot? No, it's because elves have a more direct um, reincarnation 
cycle because because they are from the the, the fake wild and mm-hmm. just the way that the um Eladrin soul the original Eladrin souls work is they have more of a direct reincarnation even before the undying court was kind of more involved in it mm-hmm. theirs is a more like one soul to one soul sort of thing whereas mm-hmm. the, um the soul juice that happens with um with mm-hmm. basically everything else is more like the life stream it's sort of it's sort of like if 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 each if each of of you were a cup of of water and Mm -hmm. you dumped that cup of water into a into a stream you Mm -hmm. would never be you would never be able to get that same cup of water back out right Mm -hmm. but somewhere somewhere somebody uh, in 200 years Sure. Yeah. So that would be the one way to do it. Sorry. Um, and the, the process takes centuries to, you know, do the whole purification process from the shadow fell to the down and up. All it takes hundreds, filter. Mm-hmm. hundreds of years. The Brita filter, the natural Brita filter takes a long mm-hmm. time. This is the mortal Brita filter. <laughs> the mortal Brita filter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Out of curiosity, has there any been any accounts of an elf that was reincarnated as something other from an elf and what happened to the soul therein then accounts well i am fairly confident that uh there are magics of reincarnation that are distinctly similar but different than than those of resurrection they craft a new body and the soul gets placed with within that mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm sure it's happened I can I, I can seek specific accounts for you I don't have any the top of my mind but I'm sure that an elf has fallen at some point in time and their soul was reincarnated into something else or did you mean more the natural cycle of Elven reincarnation or the spellcraft of reincarnation? No, spellcraft. You know, because I, I assume natural cycle is going to kick you back into an elf if you're an elf. It sounds like precisely. Like, so, yeah, if that if that elf soul shoved into a human sack and then that human sack dies, does the elf soul go through our soul process and just get like shredded? My understanding is that the elven it is no longer an elven soul. Then. It may, it may at its, at its core be sure, but it is in a human form or a, any other form. But, but your example was particularly human. So we'll go with that as he looks at Matt Norman a little bit suspiciously. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like they have to like shear off the ears or something of the soul and then it kind of loses its, uh, its rights. Mm-hmm. Sure, you could think of it that way. Again, I, I, I can, I can research this for you while you're here. But my, my best guess as an arcane practitioner and whatnot would be that once the reincarnation happens, it is no longer an elven soul. Um, if, if nothing else, it, it, it would lose that identifier after some time. Now, I have no idea how long that time would would be, but I think much of the self of of identity has a lot to do with how souls view themselves. So if you view yourself as an elf within a human body, then perhaps perhaps your soul will retain that identifier. But if you 
identify as a human, and perhaps your soul will identify as that as, as well. I suppose what I say is that perception is an important thing when it comes to more esoteric um, magics of the world, like souls and mm. life and the weave and whatnot, intent, identity, and such. So I could just like try real hard to be a dwarf and just maybe I would, and then, you know, I'll just go into dwarf form. <laughs> Why is that the one you would pick? By the gods. <laughs> Holy crap, it works. You're right, Prylas. Oh no, there's two of them. <laughs> Couldn't you become one too? From my understanding? Oh, yeah. And I will also change into a dwarf. <laughs> Dwarf busters! <laughs> We're back. We're back, baby. Interesting. Do you think that who was that that elven person that was still here? That's uh, our Yep. Yep. Awarth. Yep. Awa. There we go. A W A. Awa. Awarthial. Yep. Being somebody who is here being elf if she would have any insight into this definitely check because you could I mean, try speaking with her but she's a bit of an odd one even amongst present company as he looks at the three dwarves what do you mean but, but i mean surely then could the inverse happen could like a human or a dwarf or a tiefling be reincarnated into an elf and would that then join the then join the elven cycle of reincarnation yeah i thought you couldn't add to that i thought it was you know Thanks. but that those ancient voices said to you yeah. there was what there was there's no more no less that's what i'm aware of but who knows i mean maybe you just gotta fill out the ears or something What's with you and ears, man? That's I'm trying to think of the difference between a human and an elf. <laughs> and ears are what you come up with. Ears are what I come up with. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody always calls them, you know, those derogatory terms. So. Yeah, why don't I just hear a ping from? Oh, I, I just rolled to see if I would become an elf. I got half elf. Oh, <laughs> that's all. I literally yeah, so used to roll 20 because I was like, hmm. What, what about half elves? Yeah. Like a small chunk of them go back to the elf pool and the rest human stuff goes through the filter? No, half elves. There is a, there, an aspect of it which is the original soul, yes, mm-hmm. which sounds like you're saying there's a finite number which would track with what I've theorize what the theories say but there's never been confirmation of of this as far as i know but half elves do not follow the same cycle half elves um, would follow the mortal cycle the same as humans even tieflings who like yourself madeira who are a a devil or demon blooded um, follow that cycle even gnomes like myself will follow that's that cycle, though we, we are very long, long lived. It appears to be a uniquely elven trait, possibly due to their original 
heritage. That's true of the Alondrin then as well, since they are basically the primordial elves. Correct. Precise, precisely that. The Alondrin and the Feywild uh, surely go go through the the same process, the same uh, reincarnation cycle. But as far as if more Eladrin can be born, I would I would think that would, would be quite possible in the Feywild because the Feywild is a place of sheer possibility, potential, mm. life. It is the last stop of the cycle after, after all. A world of pure imagination. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes, the great, the great philosopher, Willius Wonkus. <laughs> That's my next alias. Forget Hocus Hocus. Yeah. Willius Wonkus. <laughs> Wilhelm Wonkus. <laughs> yeah. I believe that the difference would be the Eladrin that were the primordial elven souls that came from the Feywild to the material plane. That is the number that is set on the material plane, perhaps. Mm -hmm. If a mass exodus more of Eladrin came, would that mean in several hundred years time, a thousand years time, perhaps they would increase that number? I. What happens when an elven soul goes back to the Feywild and perishes? Do they join the cycle or do they go? Again, these are very good academic questions, but not ones that I have answers to. Interesting. Mm. All fun hypotheses. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And you, Master Dwarf, you must you must have a question as well, or, or are you just along for this fun ride to the Shadowfell? Hmm. Well, I doubt you have any information retained to what I have questions about. Very good. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you were going to ask me one. That seemed to be quite a quite a dig at well, it. <laughs> it is. Are we going to get to talk to the queen? Because if you're all we're going to get, I'll ask you the question. <laughs> he looks at Saris. Saris, <laughs> who's still standing by the closed door, but on the inside, says... I will confer with the Shadarkai and see if such a council could be met, but understand, Urfail, even I have never met with the queen in the same way that, in the way that you might be thinking. Just walking into her throne room is not something that is done. Even finding the throne room is not something that is done. So it simply might not be a possibility. Don't take it as a as a slight. Um, there is a reason why people look for signs and d- d- and divine intent from from things to suss out her wishes and her machinations. If it was as easy as going to her her, her to her throne and bending the, 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 the knee and getting answers, we would all be doing that instead. Easy. We stepped from one plane to the other and walked through the Shadowfell a second time. I understand. You make it 
I'm saying easy for those of us who, who stay here and reside here. It would be easy for, it would be much preferred for us even if we could bend the knee before her throne and know her will and ask her questions. I but, can see her not doing that. You common rabble could get annoying. <laughs> I will confer with the Shadarkai and see if there is something could be arranged, but... Appreciate it, Prylas. That was... Yes. Saris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Saris. Saris was saying that. Yeah. You need to get your bird mask out. That's, that's the lead. <laughs> it's me, Saris. <laughs> She'll open the Literally door. the opposite of Prylas because he has all the eyes. She has none of the eyes. <laughs> it, 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 couldn't, it couldn't be simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, she will open the door and exit. Mm-hmm. And then close the door behind her. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, this tea is quite good. Tea's ready. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our pilot seems quite happy to have actual flavorful something, and mm-hmm. he sips it and he slowly inhales and exhales and who sits back on his his stool. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's been some time since I've had anything of substance and flavor here. Thank you. Of course. I had some, so I brought some. I need some. Exactly some. Let's see if there's anything else. Anybody else have any other questions for Brylas? I do not, unfortunately. Single track mind ever since the attack and a little bit before. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It makes sense. Death is a complicated topic. Well, as you can see, and he gestures to his lab and his table, his drafting table and stuff, I'm working on uh, future precautions, future defenses, now that the Shadarkai, now that our defenses have been weakened as far as they are, I've taken upon myself to find more mundane methods of doing such, perhaps ways to defend this place from attack, but we hope that time is on our side and forces do not come anywhere near the same numbers that they did. There would be no, no, no surviving, no victory. We are surviving now based on keeping it looked like our numbers are still bolstered. Subterfusion, the illusion of lies and deceit. Makes sense. Do you believe Orcus would try again? To be perfectly frank, I'm surprised he hasn't already. Oh. Mm. Now, we, we know there is not the first time that demons forces of Lolth and Orcus especially, though never at once in tandem have come this far. Making it, making their journey to the Shadowfell is not necessarily easy for most of, of Damon kind, and making the journey all the way here to Lilitherna is, again, not an easy thing to do in any sort of significant numbers. There are traps aplenty along the way. So, but it has happened in the past. You don't say. 
I don't believe Orcus himself would uh, would ever make an appearance in this direction. I'm sure that as weak as our as our queen is, Lolt is much the, the same. But I believe the only reason why this this place can still stand is because of the constant battling of the demon princes amongst themselves and the dukes and duchesses of devil kind. The blood war between demon and devil rages on endlessly. Mortal ire and anger, ritual, fueling them. If not for that, I fear that not only this place, but the entire material plane could be would be gone in a century. Let's hope that devil and demon kind ever decide to shake hands and agree on something. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's hope. Better to have friends. Not for them. <laughs> Not for them. Let's hope our other friend does her job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think I might talk to a Shadow kind to see if I can't get a favor. They're a little bit better at traversing this plane than I am. Is there something specific you're going to look for? Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily want to go up there right now, but maybe they would. Or maybe our ranger friend. Oh, it was so much fun. You could make some new birdie friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, they don't seem to want to chomp on the air. So I guess I could wait until tomorrow and just do it then. Did you have a run-in with the Shadow Hunter bats? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I'd call it more like a flyby, but yeah. This place was far more difficult to reach back when the, the snow of Lutherna fell. Creatures without, to be, to be frank, clothing and protection did not enjoy com- coming here. Even something as simple-minded as a bat, every flake of snow would be a deterrent. Uh, another reason why devil and demon kind do not wish to come here, it is a painful, slow journey. Um, through the snows. But ever since those stopped falling, I fear it is a matter of time. If the bats have become so brazen as to come so close to Fate's palace, it is only a matter of time. Not to mention the the drow incursions that we've had. You should have that conversation with the Shadarkai. I should, I probably said enough. All right, well, they don't seem like there's talkative swans always, but sure. See if they want some tea. So. Three times in this conversation, you fuckers have said something and then all looked at each other and then <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, fuck you and your double standards. You know, you know, it's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm not smiling, so it's a shadow film. Thank you for the tea, though. Of course, tea's always, tea's always good. The door opens, Sarah slips 
back in trying not to be intrusive and she'll simply say i asked one of them and we will see the response was not positive about meeting with the queen but Mm-hmm. Again, meeting with the queen does not have the same meaning that you may think it, it does. Simply okay. staying in this place may yield you the answers that, that you seek. Or they may not. Cool. It's fine. So if I want questions about something she did specifically, someone else here can tell me? The Shadarkai, every Shadarkai that lives has been amongst her since the very start. I might be newer to, to this. Aileen has been here for hundreds of, of years, but the Shadarkai themselves have been here since the beginning. So they may not answer your questions as they often do not even a- answer, answer mine, but depending on what your query is, you have a much better chance of asking them than seeking a direct audience with the queen herself. And even so, meeting with the queen may just lead to more questions for you than, than answers as is so often the case with us. That is, that is the way of it. She is a being of symbols, of meanings, of oracles, of knowledge and madness all at once. Yep. I, I didn't tell you to come here and ask questions. Saris, <laughs> Prylas, and Josh are all are all like, don't get mad, guys. I didn't say go to the Raven Queen. She'll be like, oh, it's you guys. Come on in. Shit. My favorite paper. Come on in. I was just napping. <laughs> I'm only laughing because you started smirking after that last sentence and you were like, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm smirking because I'm, like, I'm looking at... You swarmy at, son of a no, bitch. No, I'm smirking because I'm looking at Leo, and he's sitting there in his chair going, I'm going to fuck Josh, man. <laughs> like, I didn't tell you to come here. It's funny because like, I'm just trying to keep the Shadowfell vote up. Totally. Like, there's been a lot of jokes, but I'm like, nah, I probably wouldn't say that right now. So. Yeah, I get but it. It's not me, man. As am I. Then, I. then I look over there and I'm like, anyways. Mm-hmm. Also, so you guys have your. I just stay quiet, squint at you. You keep talking and telling me what I want. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so you yeah. drink your tea. Um, I don't. No problem. <laughs> Not because anything, anything else you guys want to. Anything else you guys want to do here? Um, in this room specifically, I I do think I'll inquire with the. Uh, a shadow kai at some point here but if you have some time prilus and wouldn't mind sharing some knowledge again i would share my collection of tea Ooh. Ooh. i have 28 more tea bags that could be yours. <laughs> how many more tea bags <laughs> 28 i had 30 <laughs> written down i have 30 <laughs> various teas and i assume you used at least one or two what are you seeking the last spell on your, your, your list? <laughs> the highest level one, at least. Well, not the highest level one. I'm missing a couple. But in particular, I'm looking for instant summons. Or contact other plane, honestly. But mm-hmm. I assume uh, 
I assume uh, that one. What does this instant summons do? That's the one that we've done for the, the uh, sapphire. So we, we get a sapphire that's worth a thousand gold pieces, and then we can tether that to an object that's like 10 pounds or less. And then we can crush the sapphire and then instantly summon it wherever that item is on any plane of existence, we can summon it back to us. However, if somebody is holding the item or is wearing the item, like if we got a necklace or something, and one of us is wearing the necklace at all times, when you crush the sapphire, you instantly know where that person is roughly. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So it can be useful for summoning something or finding somebody you, you know, an ally. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Oh, it's not good. Can, can they like remove the tether? Like, is that possible? For instance, like if we did this to one of the scrolls and then the enemy mm-hmm. took the scroll, we could still crush, we could still do the spell to find where they are. Yes, we could do it to find where they are. That's kind of the, the idea of like this whole thing of like, this is what Earth thinks we're doing because we're hiding the box with the scroll and then we know where the, the sapphire is to summon it. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so basically keeping them separate. But, you know, it's just kind of a useful little thing I was thinking. Like, you know, it'd be a feel-safe way to keep track of me or something, you know. Here, me mm-hmm. have a necklace. You wear this at all times, please. It's not a collar, we promise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty pretty necklace. It's a pretty pretty necklace, yeah, or or whatever. So are you going to ask him specifically for that spell? Yeah, since that's the one I guess I know of. Well, I gave you a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. of him having oh. it. And you got yes. it. <laughs> so it'll take take you 12 hours to do, which will take yeah. pretty much most of the rest of your time here the next day. And, yep. and a half or so so i'll do it i suppose not really you could do all 12 hours in one stint but that would be a lot so yeah it'll take a bunch of time which is good because you'll have some downtime while you're, while you're in this shitty place Woo, nudge mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep Pilus almost work. he almost looks uh it sort of grumbles about it like the wizard spell book is the most sacred thing and in his blah, 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 blah. But he's also like you get the sense that he's appreciating the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not been that long since you were all here and, and the attack happened, but for him, it's been four times longer th- than that. And so many people have left and this place is a shitty place to be right now. Even with the, the, you know, the stone, the stone just protects you from the effects when, when, when you sleep, the more bad effects, the effects are just feeling like, oppressive and emotionless still exist no, no, no matter what so he almost no seems like what. dude watch him not accept my offer to unmute now <laughs> no yeah um, <laughs> so you, you you get the sense that he he is um accepting very much because just having somebody to talk with is a nice mm-hmm. thing even for a great amount of, of time he does he does ask well how long do you plan on staying because that spell will take a couple days need to recoup some energy anyway to get us out of this place so a couple days three days yeah well, you 
I hope this place, this is as safe as it can get, I, I think, but uh, I'm afraid that, that the effects when, when you sleep will pro probably still be pronounced. Fun. We'll do the best. Earth, you, you still have your stone, right? Technically, because uh, Al didn't, it was too small for him. So yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. hang on to it. Yeah, so it's it's one of the many rings on my fingers that's not. Yeah, I mean the size you. matters, and we found a bigger, a bigger one to suit him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so you still, you still have your. So, as long whoever has that at night doesn't have to make the um checks. Cool. Does, does it take attunement? No. No. But no, you, like, but you need to have it on you throughout your entire your entire sleep. So only one person can come yeah. back at a time. I forget what the effects are. We just have a hard time getting our actual rest. Uh, you'll always get your rest, but you might wake up with some sort of detrimental effects. Okay. I think it's still smart to have it on Norwin, right? I think well, that I would think be the best. Rest up so. easy so you can get us the fuck out of here. Yep. I mean, I'm going to throw it at you when I say that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I tend to be... I'm theoretically pretty good at resisting these effects, but you know, famous last words. <laughs> I know. Mm -hmm. I Until Stephen rolls a one, two, three, one, four, three. <laughs> Let's just see. Let's see. Roll one d twenty here, and standard. We'll add a plus ten. Ah, be fine, right? <laughs> oh, is it, is it a wisdom save? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? I think oh, it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'm not too worried about you. Yeah. All right, so mm -hmm. what else do you guys want to do? You exit this place, um, Prylas says, come back when you want to start studying either today or tomorrow, you know, rest yourself while you can. Um, the room, turn around, walk back in. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys all going to head back down then after this this chat? Yeah, if all this stuff here is private. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, the castle's quite large, plenty of side alcoves, um, a temple to the Raven Queen. It's almost like a like church pews, um empty. Um, rooms that just have chandeliers and the desks empty. Um, large winding passageways with stairs that go up and down and this way also empty you don't see shadar kai just uh, just walking around but you do recall the um dining hall um mm -hmm. and the unbounded arcanum um the foyer and whatnot would be places where you would tend to reside and you do remember you had your own your, your own rooms when you stayed here previously yeah, as well cool. there's no shortage of rooms in this place. They're all the exact same. They all have a stone slab and a old blankets sort of, of, of thing there. Um, so suffice to say, you guys can get your um, um, places to stay and drop off your belongings to get as comfortable as, as you can in this, this place. And uh, not hard to find one of the um, Shadarakai if you did have such a question for for them. Which one of you 30 fuckers left is the straightest shooter? <laughs> Want to talk to that one. But well, we're all pretty straight shooters. 
this guy right here. <clears throat> well, I want to know what you know about this. And I'm going to take the blood out and hold him up for him to see. May I? Do I have to make a check for this because I'm giving him away? Uh, depends I, on I how. Don't, I don't want to separate with him. Like, depends on how close you are far. to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna also wrap the whip around his wrist, the flat bracelet wrist, <laughs> so, okay. so I have a hold of him. <laughs> He's attached. He holds it. That yellow eye opens and pulses and looks. He draws it a bit and looks at the, I guess you already pulled it out, the sheath on your back. He looks at the blade. Yes, this is one of hers, is it not? One of the seven. But I sense that you already knew that as he hands it back to you. I know I did. I'm wondering what it was like before the Markovs got a hold of it. This is the, the fourth of her seven blades. It's was more refined than the second and the third. The second was childlike in its glee, its intent to destroy all evil, a very simple command placed into it. But a very, the simpler the command you see, the more powerful it is. To destroy all evil was an irrefutable command, but interpretation was left open. What the blade defined as evil was perhaps not what its creator had intended. It should also be established that these blades were not created by the Raven Queen. Her power imbued the, the metals which were taken from the Shadow Fell itself, deep, deep in secret places where the Eldritch energies has leached for millennia. But her power imbued those even further, not unlike how on the material plane, certain magical essence can imbue certain gemstones, you see. A similar aspect here. So of this steel, this dark steel, there are threads of her power. And with her in power, it still took blacksmiths of great strength and great renown to come to this place and forge them each. Their intent, their will was placed into every strike of the hammer, every billowing of the furnace. And the Raven Queen's power etched into them all. Her hands guided theirs, or so they say. The intent of this particular blade was similar to destroying all, all evil, but it was given greater intellect. The original wielder sacrificed himself, in fact, to instill a true mind into the blade. Mm -hmm. As the dark moon 
blade grew in power and sentience, it was able to make decisions and guide its owner, its wielder, I should say. That was the intent behind it. The Raven Queen's primary edict above all is to destroy intelligent undead. Not the wandering hordes that form here and there, though if we come across them, we show them no quarter. But it is the intelligent undead that seek to subvert the natural cycle and use their state of undeath as power and influence. Those there is no forgiveness. And those powerful ilk of that sort are why some of her followers were given power in the material plane and some retain it even now. And he looks at Annie when he says that. Your quest must have been very important for her to leave you with the vestiges of her power that have seeped into your soul. Whatever they may be, they must have been of paramount importance. Most others were not so fortunate. This sword only resided in our company for a short time. A number of, I cannot even remember, perhaps a scant couple, few centuries, if that, before the Parkovs got a hold of it. Vampires, as you are obviously already familiar with, are by definition, intelligent undead. So a force was sent to strike at them when, when we believed that they were weakest followers of the Raven Queen. Shadar Kai do not traditionally wield these blades, but followers are the ones who do so, like Aileen. Abraham, Abraham. in the past. Most of the blades have been lost, including the one now that the, the traitor Abrahim still holds. Aileen is now the only one, and her, her twin daggers are the only blades that remain within the Raven Queen's domain. The second blade was destroyed, consumed, to give her some vestiges of its power, of her power back but you already know this as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As far as what the dark moon blade was before, I have never held it. I have never wielded it myself, but I do know that its previous wielder fell in battle against the Markovs and Priscilla Markov wielded it for many centuries. And ever since then, we have never been able to pin them down precisely. We know where they reside, though. We know where the Markov Manor resides. But our, we've never had the need to attack. It would have been, frankly, foolhardy in our reduced numbers at any point to have made a direct assault 
their protections are great and they are always watching for us. Do you happen to know who the poor thought is that gave himself up to become the blade? All of the blacksmith's names were erased from history. They a oh, condition. The, the blacksmith had sacrificed himself to make the yes. blade. The blacks, the black. Oh, okay. This particular sword, the blacksmith did not the uh, not yeah. the other ones. Okay. This particular. Yeah, I, I didn't know if there was a, a third party person, but it was literally the blacksmith. Mm -hmm. So okay, thank you. Gotcha. His efforts were successful. The blade was a guide, a simple guide, but a true intellect that to my understanding, as he looks at the blade now in your hands, warily as the eye just kind of looks him in the eye, corrupted by the Narkov, so twisted to suit Priscilla's ideas. Blood and all that. Priscilla was not so someone, a foe that we wanted to face. Right, right, that makes sense. I mean, her son wasn't fun to tangle with, so. We wanted this blade back, but it was, it simply, we had lost enough when we lost this sword. It did not make sense to, to do anything else. But we always keep, keep eyes on the Markov's movements, their home. On which hill? Which is on which hill? Which hill? Yes. Uh -huh. Like, like which hill? Like <laughs> W I T C H hill? Like in the material plane? Yes, in a demi plane that exists on which hill? It it simultaneously exists there and does not. It is not on the Shadowfell, it is not, it, it exists in a demiplane. If you're familiar with such things, there are powerful magics that can create pocket dimensions, if, if you will. So I say resides on, on which hill, but that may be a misnomer of sorts. But for all intents and purposes if it exists anywhere if there was a way to get there it is on which hill fun are you are you familiar with this place i do not know the material the plane all that well myself having having only been there a dozen or so times never been myself but have heard of some stories here and there You guys? I mean, it's out your way, Annie. Isn't it out east past Dumas? Yeah, the nuns let me go there all the time. Fair. I thought that's where they came from. Honestly, that's, that's where I thought the name came from. From the nuns? Yeah, bunch of witches. Whether you call it a habit or a hat, I think you're all the same. This is the man who talks to his ancestors. Hey, that is by far not the weirdest thing of the three of us here, all right? I mean, talking to your dead relatives all the time is kind of interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. Talking to your sword all the time is the most interesting part, though. 
I'm sorry all of our pets can't be cute little birds and gremlins. Imp. Whatever. Bitch, gonna call me an imp? No, you're a gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I guess your pet is an old blacksmith. Right? I mean, how is there's still value in that life. I know, it's interesting. My oh, understanding man. of the Dark Moon Blade's creation is not that the blacksmith imbued his, his own soul into it, oh, but sacrificed that to imbue it with mind. Ah. I'm sure that his intent is instilled in in the in the blade the command similar to what was done with shadow with shadow reaver the second of the, the seven blades but with a with a sacrifice the blacksmith's idea was this would be his magnum opus his most powerful creation and he wished to instill with his intent and guide it mm-hmm. things like intent and i say that with a capital i Things like intent are very important when you're in realms like the Shadowfell, the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Perhaps less so on the material plane, but here it is of paramount importance, your intent. Intent and intentions do seem to be slippery on the mortal plane. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So be wary, Master Dwarf, for the, that sword that you hold on your back and speak with. It may have the intent of a blacksmith who wanted to serve the queen and believed in her mission. But undoubtedly, <laughs> the, cor- the corruption has changed that intent. Well, maybe it can be I'd changed. I got that right. What was that? Maybe it can be changed again. Maybe blood just needs a hug. Sure. How about you get right on that, Norman? Yeah, I'm sure. I've already gotten on that several times. Was that, is that a satisfactory answer? Do you have further queries for me? Mm. <clears throat> no, I think, uh, I think that'll do for now. If, if we're talking about ways to change it, its intent, a maker on the mortal plane who's very familiar with things suggested I maybe try to what was her phrasing something about the taking care of the previous owner the person who did the change yes this would make sense for the, for very much the same the same reason why the original forger sacrificed himself to imbue the blade with his intent and his own endowment of sorts so it could not be corrupted, lest it was anyways. 
So perhaps there was simply a stronger intent that ended up changing it. Priscilla's corruption was stronger than the blacksmith's will. So the theory is sound. You now hold the blade, but it is the corruption will likely last at minimum as long as Priscilla is still alive. Even though she does not hold it, she has not tethered herself to it per se. Well, that's perhaps possibly not true. We don't know what corruption she has done. It may be now as much her as it was ever the, the blacksmith. Impossible to say. Mm-hmm. All right. It feels unlikely that we're going to charge into Witch Hill with the blade that's hers and try to strike her down with it, though. It's like, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. So. We've done crazier things. Yeah, I just worry that it would lose some of its effectiveness against its host, maybe even be resilient to striking. True. Very true. Well, not to mention we have to find a vampire layer hidden on a demiplane. I uh, that's <laughs> concerning. No big deal. Right? Hey, I mean, I uh, never thought we'd be stumbling through the fell like it's nothing, so. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's less danger in trying to get there, perhaps, than showing up there with, you know, in your skippies, as they say. Mm-hmm. I mean, if punch is hard, but, you know, always good to have a backup. The Markovs did, they, Soren Markov wielding that blade and the whip there was part of the attack here. Of course, you are all very, very well aware of this, being the ones that felled him as the the Shasharakai were distracted and busy protecting the outside. Yep. You hear that blood? This is where we met. Origin stories. I remember. (laughs) Your blood was squeak. (laughs) (laughs) So, we the stalemate between Shadarkai and Markovs exists now, but it will not last forever. They struck us last, and in the end, we came out victorious. I would not be surprised if one day they decide to strike at us again. I do not know if they serve Lulf or serve Orcus or what their allegiances likely have changed over the centuries. But what I can say is striking at them would be a blow against the, the queen's true enemies. And if a day ever comes that you do decide to take this effort, let us know. Sure. Perhaps we can plan a joint effort on this. Sounds like a field trip. Nope. I'd be down. I'd be down. Anything that well, gets rid of more undead and get rid of anything bad, I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Might make your 
I make blood a little happier, a little more chipper, perhaps. Uh, well, like I said, if we make our way, that's one thing, but we have plenty of other issues on our plate right now. Say that. And that is precisely why we have never made a full assault on the Markovs ourselves. There always seems to be another threat more pressing. So I understand your own predicament. We are here. We plan on, on being here for a long, long time yet to help shepherd your kind. So more than likely, we will still be here if that you'd ever do decide to take that strike. Consider it an open offer, but not one that I am capable of making promises on sure sounds good hate to weaken the defenses here anymore but you know perhaps the best offense is a good defense as they say yep yeah you could just sit here until they decide to come back and kill the rest of you that's precisely why i'm offering our aid if you decide to go it would likely take at least half the shatarkai here if, if every Shadarkai left this place and went, we could likely be victorious, but we would incur losses, significant ones at that. And then just like that, Orcus could, could send a small n- n- number of elites here. The risk is not worth it right now, but if we have allies on the material plane, that is where things change. Sure. Of course. Mm-hmm. But much like how we are your allies when you are in, in th- this place, we would seek our allies if we were ever to make such a strike. And our allies are few and far between in the material realm. It's not that bad a place. We sleep. have people who would help as well. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you sound uncertain. I'm trying to think of who would help us. Who wouldn't help us if we said we'd like to take down some more undead or evil? Yeah, I guess. All of the, you know, clerics and the paladins, mm-hmm. we know, they'd be like, nah, man, doesn't sound like something I'm interested in. No, I'm, I'm too busy bashing skulls to the east. You know, so before I'm seeking out something that's not actively threatening us. But it could be. But it could be. And we could tell them it's actively threatening us. Oh, very scary. We don't know how much this could all be mixed up with each other. I mean, yep. they were willing to make an attack on the Raven Queen. Who knows how much? Are they an ally of the Crow or were they an ally of Orcus? Because you know I mean? they had the Mind Flayers with them. So, exactly. Calhoun. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have allies. Yeah, okay. We have allies. We'll do that. I should get back to my tasks, so. I was going to say, I'm oddly grateful. Thank you. And (laughs) I will actually give a nice little bow to this daughter guy. (laughs) He'll bow to you as well, and then turn and leave. Wait, what's your name? 
I don't have one. I can and we'll continue on the way. Just try to remember what his face looks like. Sketch it. Yeah. Being a Shadrachai must suck. Maybe. Maybe it rocks. <laughs> Maybe he even has a name. He just doesn't want you calling on him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The Raven Queen made me forget my gay names. Yeah, that's it. Or his or his his name is like Frank, and it's not cool enough. You know. <laughs> you will be Nazil. You will be Aho, and you will be Frank. That's <laughs> nope. I get it. That's why he was straight shooting. Yep. He was just exactly. being Frank with you. He <laughs> was just being Frank. Oh no! <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was going to do that to me instead. <laughs> I, yeah, I think he was still going to get cut. <laughs> yeah. For all puns. Soon, soon it's going to be y'all with, with, with y'all on mute with no video and just me. <laughs> just with talking myself. to myself. What? What do I want to do? <laughs> All right. Um, Harris is still with you. That shot Archive leaves. Um, Aileen is l- lurking, not like actively lurking, just, you know, around, um, keeping a, gen- a-, a general eye on things, not saying much or anything, but there. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Well, I have to go figure out when Prylas wants to convene, but does anybody else need anything from me before I do some errands? No. No, uh, you hurry up and get better faster so we can get the hell out of here. That's the goal. So I might pat her away then with the box. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I would do ascending before bed as well. Okay. Where where are you going to, to bring the box, Norman? So first I'm going to find a different Shadar Kai, mm-hmm. just somewhere. And I will say in case a file inquires, could you say that either you or somebody else took this box and buried it somewhere? in the Shadowfell. Don't ask questions, it's complicated. You don't actually have to do this deed. You wish for me to lie to your dwarven friend if he asks me what I did did with the box I didn't know existed until three moments ago? You got it. I will do this irrelevant, meaningless task as you ask. Thank you. That's most of my life. And I will <laughs> pat her on. You leave him standing there with like a box. Like Well, I I'm taking the box with me. Oh. I'm not even I'm not even leaving it with him. I'm just saying if Urfile asks where I put this box, it's you took it somewhere else. That's why he's like <laughs> He, you just you walk away leaving him there why am i involved yeah why am i involved and all he thinks is they didn't even recognize me it's me frank <laughs> no frank i'm sorry <laughs> uh, okay yep and then i'll go off to prilus with the actual box 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. And if anybody else wants to do anything else, you'll know what I'm going to be. Yep. So, Annie, mm-hmm. you're be before you sleep, you'll cast a sending. Mm-hmm. Um, Earth, is there any other research or chit chat or anything that you specifically wanted to do during this time? There's not a lot of um, mortal, you know, kind here. Again, there's that um, dwarf, that uh, that that human in in the male armor, and the that um, woman with the long white hair in the in the, the unbounded arcanum. But beyond that, uh, there's very very few, and those that there are kind of actively avoid you, sort of, um, and just kind of seem not avoiding you like oh it's you guys avoid more avoid like any sort of interaction would be painful that makes any sense like they're like they're in such a fugue state that they almost don't even notice that you're like walking down the same hallway as them and they like do like an extra wide veer like almost exaggerated like oh another person sort of thing but they don't have any inclination to speak with with you being in the shadow fell really does fuck pe- people up if you're here for too long without any sort of protection. Mm-hmm. Fun. But no, I'm good. Okay. Annie, what uh, sending were you going to do? I was going to send to Elkaris. Okay. Roll a 1d20. Seventeen. All good. Just and I would say Earth. we made it to our Shadowfell destination. Learned what I could. Much to think about. Please stay safe. Miss you already. Be back soon. Nice. Stay safe. Don't die. Come back with stories. Play some music for them. They probably deserve it. They could use some brightness in their life, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. Norwin, you went up to Prylus. Uh, he welcomes you back in. Are you going to start doing uh, learning right now, or are you just going to drop off the box with him? Um, I might do some learning with him, but I do want to talk to him about the box. Go ahead. <clears throat> so I got this box. It's a nice box. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's lead lined. Kind of nice. I have, if anybody ever asks about this box, it was taken by the Shadow Kai to be buried. However, I thought that Hugh, don't ask questions, um, thought that perhaps it could be useful for you or somebody here. So, you know, protects from magics, stuff like that. Just don't let Urfile see that it is here. May I see what's inside of it? Yeah, there's nothing inside of it. He unlatches it and looks inside. You are correct. He gets it. Otherwise, tap the bottom of it and tries to like lift it, see if it's a false bottom. But there, it there Not there is a fancy box. Yes, I could. I'm sure I could find some use. For this and then if your dwarven friend asks if i know where this box is that he will I never know that i know i will mention that i don't know 
yeah, uh, there's very, very slim chance that he would ask. But knowing Leo, maybe he'll just start asking people now. <laughs> Do you know where it is? Do you know? <laughs> um, but, you know. Just one question, just... Queen. Where's the box? <laughs> crack, 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 crack. I left it with her. No, um, sometimes it's just a, um, what is it, kitten? Um, leaving a trail, you know. Understood. I will find some use for it, but I will keep it hidden. Thanks. That's all I ask. And then... Um, you want to start now? Yeah. Okay. Might as so well. First, first, you must understand a circle. Draw a perfect circle. You laugh, but I actually did do this in college. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my lessons. <laughs> Just doing circles. Cool. Uh, Anything else you guys will want to do this this for for first day? All right. Well, after the stress and kind of emotional anxiety of the um, memorial and all the people that some of you met and the, the, the constant being wary of threats and then coming to this place where all the emotion and feeling is quashed but then you got zapped by a bunch of bats. Uh, your forms are tired enough that sleep comes fairly easily whenever you do decide to take that sleep. Norman, you have the, the stone, my understanding? I, I assume so, unless you wanted it back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Buddy, you're wearing it. You're getting um, us out. Yep. You know, you want to make sure your wheels are in proper condition. All right, then. Well, I don't know, like, I guess I could clarify Anything that can happen here, will it change the effects of our what we already celebrated? <laughs> that's why I'm so nervous. <laughs> like if you fail this one save, it's like, oh, you should probably re-roll that. Like <laughs> oh, by the way, fuck it, we're going to the elemental plane of fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy loco, motherfucker. You don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Earth, and roll wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. I'm gonna roll that first. Boom! Am I dead? No, I'm <laughs> getting my health back. Oh. That's going to be a five for me. I believe I'm a plus one. 18 Ooh, for me. Boy. Nice. So it's worth, it's worth remembering here also that short rest, you only gain a half the HP that you normally would from a, a short rest. Oh, yeah, so that would mean right. that would mean a quarter for you, Earth, because you are tuned to blood right now. Oh boy! Even if you pass the save, <clears throat> that's not for the save. That's just in general. That's just yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Wounds, yeah I forgot about that. Heal more slowly. I knew, I knew it was something. I just forget what it was. Yeah. All right. And, and you and you'll only gain half your your maximum hit die when you get your long rest, as opposed to all of it. But we'll deal with that oh, yeah. when we get to that. Uh, okay. Earth, you did make your save, though. So your night is fraught with uh, uh, um, um, dreams, but you are okay. Rachel, roll a 1d12 for me. Um, five.
and eleven. That's good. No, oh, that just means I get eleven levels of exhaustion. Ah, there you go. That's what it says. Yep, 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 yep. You just turn into ash and fade away. Shall I just uh, six levels on you guys? Something on Slack right now. Okay. So let's do this first. This place makes it health way more complicated. Mm -hmm. Twenty. Oh, wait, JK, nine. I read the top one and that was actually the first. Okay. Okay. Oh. Earth. As you sleep on your stone outcropping from, from the wall of this room, not the nicest place you've stayed, um, especially as of late. Uncomfortable on your back. You used to be able to sleep on anything without a single inkling. You're still young for a dwarf. Shit, man, you, 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 you hope this is an old age setting in already. The thought occurs to you. But the pain is there, constant niggling at the back of your mind like a dagger in your back your eyes open and you are laying on your front wet you push yourself up and sticky it drips off of you in long strings You try to breathe, but it's it's hard. It's like you only get some some air coming in through, as most of it just escapes through a hole in your neck. A battling breath, everyone. As you come to your knees, you feel every movement of your back, all of the knives and daggers and swords and spears that stick you. You turn your head and you feel several things popping and cracking. And you turn it the opposite direction. And you see that long black haired dwarven woman the chains that almost cover her from head to toe. She's not frothing at the mouth right now, though. She's simply still. 
that black hair falling before her, hiding any visage that could be there. And there's a growling voice, soft, in your ear. It's almost time, Lord Colonel. Look upon her face. She's about 10 or so steps from you. Still, with just that black curtain of hair before her. You can do what you wish. I guess, thinking about the condition I'm in, I'm going to try to drag and crawl my, my way forward. With each hand fall and pulling yourself forward, you feel every wound on you. Some of them are very familiar. There's one in your sternum, especially that feels extra painful and all the wounds, everything. And with every step that you crawl, every foot that you crawl, it's like you remember all of these wounds, all the times that you were stabbed literally in the back, every single one, every fight that you had, but you're still alive and most of them are not. There's still a few though, a few out there. Absent-mindedly think as you rub your sternum, they don't deserve to live. They deserve more than death. For everything that's been done unto you, you will do unto them tenfold, a hundredfold. But no, these are not your thoughts. It's something else. It's anger. It feels so odd, so unwelcome in this place. And you can feel it almost consuming you. And before, before you know it, you are kneeling before the form of the dwarven woman, her arms chained up, black chains all around her, that curtain of hair that goes almost down to her feet, her feet not even on the ground, the sheer number of chains holding her. You will need to stand to part her hair if you wish to look upon her face. Uh, yeah, I'll haphazardly drag myself up her. Okay. With one bloody finger, you part the hair. And the face that you see 
And Exoria, you sleep, but not soundly this night. Cold penetrates your very bones, your flesh, normally darkened by, by sun, lineage is blue. Your teeth are chattering. You haven't felt this cold in your entire life, ever, ever. You don't think it's possible to feel this cold. As your eyes open, you are in darkness, an endless expanse of nothingness. Wind chills you to the very, very core. Your heart only beats once every 30 seconds. And you find that you are lacking any warmth, any light in your life. There is nothing. And in some small fractal image, as you peer into the darkness, the nothingness, you see Elcaris's face with blood pouring down one side and eyes rolled back in his head. And you see yourself standing next to him and Eklund next to you, looking at him wounded dying on a bed. This has never happened. Just a trick, just an illusion, just a, a fear, a fear. Is that what it is? Is this your fear coming manifest? But something about it seems real and when you awaken the next morning when you awaken you'll find that your body is still chilled your flesh is ice cold even the touch if anybody touched even to your own touch much less if anybody else touched you and the, the other effects are already known to you Marwin you sleep well as well as hey, cool. be. <laughs> mm -hmm. you all eventually awaken from your own dreams your own visions your own whatever the hell this place has for you you have the next day yeah next two days um left to do what what you wish so time can be a little bit timey wimey here is there anything that you guys would like to accomplish ask or 
do while you are in Fate's Palace for the next two days. Norman, we already know you <laughs> for the most part, but, you, but there's other things that you can do as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if nobody else has anything, unless you didn't, Leo. Um, I would ask the Shadrach Kai if they do, where if any blacksmith like that originally made the blade existed today that could work on them. Does that make sense? Yeah, the blades were all forged over a thousand years ago. So as far mm -hmm. as they know, no. As far as they they know, there are no current black. But what, I'm sorry. I, I, are you saying any of the original? creators but still like whatever the god smith name is like if there was a smith from the house of blah 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 you know what i mean and it's like oh that still exists today like maybe not that exact same guy but you know what i'm saying right 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 like car, a, is that his name like a shaku arai sort of sort of sit situation now he makes knives oh yes 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 there, no but like, like it's not the same guy but you know, yeah unless he's one of them tricks the elves no, it was very much kept um, secret, even from from them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Any. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Stephen, was there something that you you were going to say? You're on mute, and I didn't even do it this time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, actually, I was going to talk to Erfile at some point and ask him. Bold choice. <clears throat> yes, I know. It is a very bold choice. Um, after, obviously, he's done with Prylos. Um, the, the shattered pieces of that one blade, did you have an intention for that? I met with some of the makers, House Canis, and they said they may be able to do something with it and blood because they are of the same material. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Josh, right? Right now, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Why, what did you have up your sleeve? Oh, I had nothing up my sleeves per se, but I figured if there was some nothing else that you wanted to do with it, then it might help the Raven Queen recover. Well, Blood's helped me a bit more than she has, so I'm going to help him first. And if he can't use them, then she can have them back. No, that's fair. I just wanted to ask the question since I didn't know your intentions with it. So. Well, I'm glad you think it's fair. No. Honestly, you've also kept me alive more than she has. So. Though, so, I do respect her as well, but, you know. She does her part. I get it. She does her part, and I want to make sure you can do your part as well, of course. So, just thought I'd ask, since that was probably fractals of one of the other blades. And your intention is, would to be to feed it to her like we did Shadow Reaver. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. That was the intention. But, oh. I'm curious. If Queen is hungry, I might not want to talk to her. Yeah, that's fair. I'm curious what the Canis would do with it. Canis refused to work with it, seeing as he's a cursed object. Oh, then who are you? But, sorry. No, that, that, that is 
do I talk to? She was so enticed. She couldn't help but let some information slip. But mm-hmm. I see. As far as actually taking the hammer to him, they refused. That's fair. I wonder if there was anybody who would even be willing to try. They said I'd have to go to, uh, the word, more unsavory sources or uncouth. That's the word I learned. Uncouth. Oh, fun. Uncouth or or independent workers. It's the sort of thing. There's few um, approved organizations, like public organizations that would willingly take take it on because something goes awry that could fuck up their entire name you don't you don't want to be house caneth the one who made a sword that then somebody went around and killed 51 people you know so they're like let's just stay away from that shit Only so either one that's just one night they, they tried to catch me after one night yeah there you go so all right interesting okay i'm just curious about about that oh, maybe we can find somebody to help Hopefully, but otherwise, like I said, I was having the same thoughts as you were, so great minds and all that. Right. Well, we're used to uncouth situations, I think. Um, so, yeah, we're good at finding our ways to them. So, My right. thought is I just need to find someone like Al with muscles in his arms instead of his head. There you go. A muscle wizard. And probably more, considering Al doesn't have that many mind muscles. Well, he's got them spread out to all the different Al's. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere on the, on the material plane, he weeps. For... <laughs> yeah. He knows not why, but he does. And still gets, like, what, 3d4 psychic damage? Well, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. all right. That's, that's all I was curious about. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's at the moment. So I, I assume the Shadark, I probably don't have any information on how these things were actually physically forged. And so they wouldn't have any insight into what to tell a blacksmith to do with it, you know? I mean, that'd be like handing me a blade and telling me how to kill someone with it. I mean, that's why you seek out the expert. That's true, I guess, but I mean, how many god-tier weapons are there? You know? Well. If you don't know how to make a, you know, rice peel-off or, I don't know, some, some complicated dish that Steven can't think of right now, <laughs> rice peel-off is not it. <laughs> but, you can't yeah. make minute-made rice. I mean, <laughs> you can't make minute-made rice. Then maybe if you follow the back of the packet, you can. You know? <laughs> so, that's all I was suggestion but no you know good point good point so hey, walker still have some insight <laughs> insight well because he does the spell stitching though he doesn't do it with sentient objects but he might mm-hmm. be able to provide some insight in that as well since he's used to combining magical effects into a single object yeah good place to start i should ask him see what he knows see if he knows anybody yeah Otherwise, don't you have hoity-toity magic powerful friends? Um, maybe. I could ask them maybe. about it as well. I'd see appreciate that. What... Yeah. I'll ask the hoity-toity powerful magical friends if they know of any god-tier blacksmiths that have uh, loose scruples. 
So honestly, some of them might as well. So fun. Come on. Good night. <laughs> you hear that, blood? Norwin's concerned about you. <laughs> yeah. I have to make sure I'm not on the business end of that. Mm -hmm. As long as the business end is happy, that's good with me. <laughs> yep. Oh, that was my other, my other thing here. Mm -hmm. Um, Annie, Saris will come to you that the next day, <clears throat> at some point, and ask if, if you slept well. Did you sleep no, well? No, but no, that's okay. <laughs> Eventually. No, but no. I can see the effects upon you, as as they are upon me, and with i mean even saris is not immune to the effects of this place her skin is is paler than usual and more trans more translucent there's a constant like air of almost de like depression or despair amongst her um not the confident you know woman that was your guide when she first appeared to when you guys first came here she herself is even succumbing to this place perhaps slower than most but she's been here longer than most as as well so she'll mm. say i do not wish to burden you with things but since you are one of the queen's trusted obviously it's worth you knowing perhaps that there has been a, we have a prisoner here in Face Palace, a drow. There's a drow scouting party uh, a mere 20 days after you all left. Mm -hmm. 20 of our days, at least. So five or so of material plane. Um, Gaius, uh, who I believe you, you've met now, was tracking them for a half day as they were gathering lay of the land, documenting on parchment under protection of a magical dome. He eventually called for the Shara Kayed and sent up a flare, and they all attacked at once. Three of the drow were killed. At least two escaped and one was captured. Did they get away with their drawings or were those recovered? We recovered one such par parchment and that is how we know what was on it. It does indeed seem like they were mapping out this area with some detail, which is concerning for obvious reasons. Um, do they have extra copies or even just memory? Unsure. But we lost track of the of the two of them. I myself was not with them having no power at this moment in, in time. But the Shadar Kai reported this as such. Since Drow are elven, obviously, and they do not follow her path, we cannot even collect or question their souls. 
cleric here did attempt to speak with dead on the, the, the bodies of the three that died, but they were tight-lipped. There's no way to compel the dead. Deception and trickery was attempted, but they were obstinately silent about it. The prisoner has been questioned repeatedly ever since via both magical and my understanding is more mundane means of coercion. She looks around. It's just you and her like like a long table at this moment in time. She says, the Shadarkai are not above methods of torture, both physical and psychological. But this drow laughs at pain, almost begs for it, in fact. Claims that Lulf's embrace holds him still, even amongst her enemies. And he knows that he is pure with each swing of the lash. His body was already riddled with scars and, bru and bruises and evidence of broken bones from long, long ago. Magical prying into his mind has been unsuccessful completely. Even, even Priolus has attempted this several times. I should say the magical prying is successful from one vantage point, but his thoughts are a constant stream of prayers to Lulf. To and being elven blood, he does not sleep, so he cannot be influenced even amongst dreams. Based on his physiology, the, the Shadarkai and, and Prylus are estimating he's at least 400 years old. But if he was a longtime denizen of the Shadowfell, it is difficult to say he's actually experienced far more than that. But for what it's worth, by the time we had this in individual, he did, he, the effects of the Shadowfell were upon him, but not as fully as they are now, if that makes any sense. So it is quite likely that this individual, possibly the entire scouting party were not originally of the Shadowfell, at least did not reside here long-term. Most beings who live, live, lived here for years are fully saturated with its effects. Those that you are beginning to feel now and those that I am quite exhausted of feeling after this time. That is all. The prisoners here, I don't believe there is anything that you could do. Um, you are your friends, your, your allies, but I thought that you, since you will be re returning to the material plane soon, should at least know of this. The threats are still here. They are scouting, they are mapping, they are planning. These plans may take many years to come to fruition as drow are, tend to take their time as, as all elves do. A blessing for us because time is something that we need as much of it as we can possibly get. I just wanted you to be informed of this to make whatever decisions and just knowledge is power amongst those that we trust. I appreciate that. Um, 
If you do want me to try to read his mind, I know others have, but perhaps I can sway him more. If you wish to make an attempt, I, I'm, I will lobby this with the Shadarkai that are guarding him. There's four guarding him at all times, which is a significant expenditure of, of our, our very reduced numbers at this time. But uh, I'm sure that they would be, be open to another attempt. Prylus's attempts, he eventually said, there is no getting through to this creature. I'll give it a shot. I will speak with them and and plan a time, perhaps uh, several hours from from now. Speak Sounds speak good. with your comrades if you wish wish to, or keep it to just be between you and I if you wish. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. She will depart. Do you wish to share this with your comrades or keep it you okay? I'd keep it to myself. Okay. Later on that, that day, she will she will return and beckon you um, to follow her. And you go down stone steps, down an, an archway that you have yet uh, never been to. You've never really gone down here. But now, now that you're going down, you imagine you are you are in the actual rock and stone itself at this point. Down spiral staircases, um, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 meters down. Come out into a hallway where there's doors, just stone doors on either side. You recognize this after being in several yourself as a prison of sorts. You become intimately familiar with them, perhaps one might say. And you do see four Shadarkai here and they nod to, to, to you and to Saris and Saris stops proceeding and will gesture for you to walk forward. I would change my appearance first to look like Alethiel. Okay. Before entering. And then I might slack you because I want time to think about the questions I would ask. Okay. Just as a heads up. Okay. Um, the Shadarkai there, one of them has like braids in, in, in her hair, that same pale skin and dark eyes all shark i have a large curved dagger that she's just flipping absently amongst her fingers sees you coming stops she's or does, does not she the the, the the dagger just holds it to the side i'm not sure what, what you'll think you'll get from him but we'll offer any attempts probably nothing more than what you've gotten but i'll give it a try slides the latch from the outside and flips it up another another one grabbing the door and opening it her holding up a hand to you and walking in and then come when you enter you see a windowless you know space no light whatsoever but everybody here has the dark vision pretty much shutter kai the, the draw you 
And in that, you see the dark flesh, the short white hair, spiked, bloody, matted, uh, wooden cross pretty much across the, the, the arms here and chains holding the arms in multiple spots to it and on the um, ceiling and the, the back wall, essentially hanging there with no support and chains wrapped, wrapped around the ankles as, as well to the floor and the back wall. So essentially hanging there in a place where the face and the, 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 the upper body is sort of direct, is, is angled toward you. He is a clothing less minus a, a loin cloth to keep him decent at least. And you see burns and slashes and whips, marks and bruises. And uh, you know, I should take it back. There is a little bit of light that's in, that's, that's in, in here. That little bit of light just comes from a brazier that's mere embers now. Maybe a few hot embers still and a couple pokers that are, are in there. A table with um, unsavory implements and the such. The figure is blindfolded as, as well and says nothing, this simply just hang there. But you do see breath coming slowly and shallowly. So he is at least alive. And at this point, would you rather slack the rest of that? Encounter? If that's okay, just because Annie would have had a few hours to think of what to ask. Makes sense to me. A strategy. Strategy. Makes sense to me. Okay, so we will resume that on online and you can share with your colleagues if you choose to or not. Yes. Anything you guys want to do the, this second uh, night before you sleep? Okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, those, those of you who don't have a stone from the Shadowfell, go ahead and make another roll dc is slightly higher right now as it gets every night that's a 13 for, for you annie mm -hmm. okay ah 20 what happened jeez man oh man that motherfucker wisdom saves on a barbarian do. he's gonna be totally fucked always always fine <laughs> nope mm -hmm. you both sleep the dreams come to you, Urfael, it's a I'm gonna let you ponder what was behind that curtain of hair. I'm gonna let you live with that and come up with your own ideas and your own torment for that. Okay. Okay. I think that will be more impactful than anything I at, at the, the moment can can have. It is essentially, and what I'm what I'm getting at there is, it is whatever would make would make a Murphyel and you the most uncomfortable. So I'm going to let you think of whatever that that is. If it's your own face, if it's her face, if it's something, what whatever whatever it is that is your curse and your 
burden to bear. You okay. don't necessarily, it's hard to know in this place. It's hard to know. You, you remember being here. You're like, oh my God, why the fuck did we, did we come back? It is a miserable, shitty fucking place to be because the, the dreams come every night and it's just shitty. And the fact that you got some shitty shit going on in you um, just seems to inflame it. Whether you believe it's actually him taunting you or it's just nightmares, that is an answer that you don't know. Um, however, I will say that your connection to your um, ancestors does seem a bit stronger in Fate's Palace, kind of like it did before. Like you can see them a bit more clearly in this place of souls. Um, but your connection to them seems is very emotional. And without emotions being, being quashed here is sort of like, it's, it feels very flat. Like there's plenty of soda, but it all just tastes like, like shit, like flat Coke, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I get you. I get yeah. you. I like that. Um, Annie, your dreams are once again fraught with things. You don't necessarily see the same vision or nightmare of Elcaris's wounded, um, perishing form, you and Eklund's standing over him um but you do yet remain cold and nobody from the previous day has up and directly you know touched you so they don't necessarily know that your flesh is ice cold um but you don't get any worse effect this day 13 was enough for day two do we know if the dream jaw has the same effect on people or if that like mitigates it in any way? Because we did use the dream. Oh, I was during the insurrection when the everything. Mm-hmm. When we had the protection up. We had the protection, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you'd know. Interesting. Um, day three, the, the, the last day that you will be here. I take it this cross. Fingers crossed. Is there anything that anybody would want to do specifically? It's kind of a bitch to get here, so I'm trying to think if there's anything that I need yeah. that has to be here. Yeah. Annie would mm-hmm. play music for people, but honestly, that's it. Yeah. Just walk around playing ditties. Not that I think they'd want it, but no, I'd actually do it. quite the opposite. If you post up somewhere and start strumming and playing the music that reverberates through starts off in a very you're just strumming you're playing a simple tune to keep your mind your hands busy but the more that you play the more your fingers pick up speed you almost feel your feel your furry toes tapping and the music really swells from you. And people that like burly looking staff dwarf coming by turns his head. That nightly looking, looking human with the, the sallow skin and the long dark hair follows suit. The woman with the long white hair and the sensor at, at, at her waist comes 
Shadar Kai even, people come around to hear this. Your own, your own, your own allies, presumably, at this point even, Prilus even eventually comes down. And as you play, music, pure tones, seems to push away the, the gloom of this place and reignite something within all of you that you've already forgotten. Feelings come, come rushing back, depending on what, what Annie's playing, feelings of loss, things that didn't seem important, big, big, big deal. Some people died in the material plane, people die every day, but a sad, you know, tones bring back, no, these are people that were important to us, the king, the queen, feelings of joy, perhaps a giddy about somebody on like a boat sailing. That was nice. That, that, That was nice. Feelings of life and love, things that are worth remembering. And the more that you play, Annie, the more you yourself find yourself smiling. And color seems to radiate off of you. This place of mostly black and white and gray, your chair, your, your clothing blossoms with light slowly, slowly, slowly to the point where you play, you don't even, you have no idea how long you've been playing minutes, hours, and you see your own pale, almost bluish skin but you can see your clothing. You can see the color. It's back, the vibrancy of it. And all the eyes that are looking at you right now and half of those faces smiling, something they probably haven't done in a long time. And you're reminded that you may be a warlock of the the, the Raven Queen, but you are a fucking bard of the Feywild. And you bring joy where you go. You can bring the warmth. You can bring the, the color if you choose to. And in this time and in this place, you are a beacon of hope and light for these f- folk. Though it will fade with to time. <laughs> <laughs> this too shall pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> Because I, I I can't remember. Are, are you attuned to your to your firebow moment? Mm-hmm. Remember that when you do your song of rest, you give out a special bardic inspiration die these days. Remember that. That's a yeah. significant upgrade to your. And I would be doing song of rest in the morning for my comrades. Although sure. I don't know how restful or kind it would be, because it's going to go something like wake up. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. <laughs> Why'd you leave it here in the shadow? I don't know the words to this song. You want to? Mm-hmm. Who got to? What yeah, song so that's these a, days? a song of rest is, is still a D eight. I want to. I want to say. I wish okay. it. I, I wish it scaled up the same way that Bark Inspiration does, but it doesn't. Yeah, I, I think it's it'd be D8. helpful. Huh? Oh, okay, I think we always think it does. 
think it's yeah. i'm pretty sure it's a d8 it, it goes up to a d10 i think next level or so yeah that'll just kick me right over the edge there even halved mm-hmm. great oh, almost it yeah, is. because it's plus my constitution modifier, so... Oh, that's interesting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So negative what? <laughs> hey! <laughs> wait, what's, what's plus your constitution modifier? It says... Oh, wait, no. JK, that's just hit points for Bard. I typed in um, oh. the mm-hmm. actual... I was like, Song of Rest, 5E, and then it just took me straight to Bard, and I was not paying attention because I'm paying yeah. attention to us instead. That makes sense. It's a D8. Yep. Cool. Loves me that D8. Yeah, it was, it's very much a in this Shadowfell shithole place. It's very much like Annie to, you know, think no one's going to care if I play anything. It's not important, mm-hmm. but I'll do it because I'm, it's something to do with my hands. But as mm-hmm. you play, these things happen and it's it's a reminder to yourself of who you really are and what where you come from is as important as where you are right right now so um moving on from that a a bit um well no actually let's let's pick up right from there as annie you finish playing and you almost have these gossamer wings of light that are fading and your clothing, the color fades. Everybody, there's people do a little smattering of applause. Even a a little performance here in this place, people applaud, feeling something they haven't felt for some time. There's all of a sudden a bell that goes off. In this place. Who the hell is having fun? No. Shadarkai comes into this hall. Looking. Comes forward, speaks to others. Seems to be quite a, a din of speaking right now. Prylas says, what's, what, what's happening? And all eyes turn to look. Shadarkai says, there is a figure approaching through the sky quickly. Prylas says, he pulls out a crystal ball, which you've seen him use in the past. And now it's always up in his office, but he seems to ha- have it on him at all times. He didn't know what was in this sack that's at his waist, but he pulls this out and he sets it on the ta- table and waves his hands over it. And you see mist writhe and part and uses his fingers to sort of zoom out in a sense and get a perspective around. Many folk, not the Shadarkai all leave. But some folks like that, like the um, um, like the, the, the dwarven fellow and the one wearing armor come forward to look over as well. Where you're all seated, you can see eventually. And what you see is a figure indeed in the distance, but coming quickly, very quickly. Riding a room and clad in black, 
cloak. Coat, perhaps. Buttons up the side. Tight-necked. A white face. Expressionless. Moving too fast for even Prylus to see. He goes, fuck. And he tries to, but this thing is moving fast. You'd estimate maybe even as fast as you guys move in your um, cloud form. Oh, shit. The black cloak and coat flapping behind. Very much reminds you of images of witches flying on broomsticks and such. Fairy tales. Prylus refocuses on Fate's palace itself as this broomstick riding fig figure slows and comes to a halt outside the front, approximately where, where you guys had had previously landed on your carpet. Aileen, the crow, is already outside to greet her. And you see, you see three Shadarkai watching from, from nearby as well. Well, one with dagger, one with two chains at the wrist, one with spear out and pointed. Prylus enhances in so you can see all of them and holds up, holds up two fingers to, to his ear and you can begin to hear almost acoustics from the, the orb itself. You can hear up the side as well. I mean you no harm. A feminine voice comes, dripping with confidence and practically purring the words. I am merely here to confirm some information I've heard as of wait. You funny enough kind of recognize the voice. We are not concerned with you doing us harm, which Aileen says as she steps forward, twin daggers flashing their dark petals. It is you who should be worried about your own safety. Return from whence you came and put this place out of your mind. Please, the newcomer says, taking off her pointed hat and taking the white porcelain mask off of her face to reveal Natasha. Yeah. Please, if, if what I heard is true, you can hardly afford an, ex an extended conflict with me. And rest assured that I've come prepared to protect myself if the need unfortunately calls for such barbarity. Ashadar Kai steps out from behind Aileen, chains clanking as she steps, hands still cautiously outstretched. Your smell is of devil and demon, and beyond that, even fey-touched origins. None of this is welcome here. I do not dabble in necromancy, however, and from what I understand, that is the sin that your queen holds abominable and anathema to her designs. If, if anything, I'm a fan. I have tremendous respect for one who can carve the river sticks. Without her, we mere mortals would be far less than we are. 
now. I hold no love for fiends, though I do admit to be consorting with them quite often, as a means of control, you understand. But if certain demon lords, say of undeath, orcuses and the, and the such, are enemies of your queen and to me both, then perhaps we should be friends. We will not parley with you at this time, even if you are a kind witch. Please be gone. Return in a, in a decade or more to receive our wisdom then. How long would it take for us to get down to the gate? Like, to where they are? From where you are now, maybe no more than, if you're, if you're going to book it, maybe a minute. Pilus, are you are able you... to pass a message to the people up front? Not from this distance, no. Let's go. And I'm going to start booking it. Off we go. I will chase after and be like, who is this hag? Just a hag. Just a hag. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. You book it outward. And you exit the doors, which are closed. So you push them open. Mm-hmm. As you push them open, all turn to look at you, except for Aileen. She keeps her, her, her head directly forward. Shatter Kai turned to look at you. As you guys bolted, naturally, others would have followed suit. Like, oh, this must be a big fucking like, deal. Let's go out there as, as, as well. Oops. Yeah. So as you three exit Shadarkai turn and others have come about the the Torvin fellow the one wearing armor the one with the sensor holds it up and black smoke begins billowing the, 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 the armored one draws his sword the dwarf has lightning and dark pure darkness crackling at his fingertips what is what is the threat he says to to, to you Annie there is no threat. We know her. She is indeed a friend and speaking true. We will watch just to be safe. He says in his starlish accent. As they remain amongst the shadows, as you three come out, the Shatter Kai, who is closest to, to you, not the one who's been speaking, says, it's not safe. Stay inside. It is safe. We know her. And I will yell out, Natasha, good to see you. She peers inward. I'm sorry, I can't see you amongst the doom and gloom. I suppose you are getting to the age where you need glasses. I don't fault you for that, and I'll step forward. Well, very few know my name, and none but one call me what you just called me, so. Ah, I see. Please, Tasha will do fine from, from now on. Well, 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 what are the chances that she leans on her Boomstick, which is still is just is still hovering right where it is. She leans on it. You see that there's a like a a pack, like a travel pack on the 
the back of it strapped to it like um saddlebags which gives it a very phallic shape but hey man travel and style but mm-hmm. at the front <laughs> there's a bell no there's bellin no at the front <laughs> there is a a um satchel of sorts mm-hmm. and a specifically a fairly large like two foot by by two foot by two foot cubic sort of shape hanging there almost like a counterbalance to the back but it's a bit odd to have there she leans on that well 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 who would have thought i I suppose your words were true at least that you were familiar with the with the raven queen what are you doing here how direct my my alien says it doesn't matter why you are here and we'll and we'll talk about this later she, she, she says that, looking over her shoulder toward you. We have no need of strangers at this time. Well, Natasha says, or Tasha says, the beans have already been spilled that you can't really handle much right now. And as I said, laying my cards on the ta- table, I would prefer it if you didn't all die, if you can even do that here. I have many questions and I seek many answers, but right now it'd be a shame for you to send me on my way because I come bearing gifts. As she unties that front satchel with this sort of cubic shape to it and a box very much like what you have Annie in your pack, but yours is five inches on, on a side. Hers is about two feet per side. Oh shit! And she grabs that, and actually, it's more like when she unties ties it. She does. She she honestly, she couldn't actually lift actually lift it. Now that they think about it, so she just unties and it. <clears throat> how the hell this broom was was able to hold it? You have no idea um you have the feeling if you put if you put this on your car carpet your carpet would be like the stone on the carpet in Aladdin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she steps back from, from it and her broom follows r- right at her side she snaps a finger the cube avril lavina what the fuck grows <laughs> <laughs> very much like like the one that you guys have, but about two and a half times larger on each side means that it's about 64 times larger from an internal volume standpoint. That's the cube, the cube square law. As the doors loud inside are a large number of of boxes, tools, both magical and mundane weapons of all sorts swords shields spears bows arrows large black and blue and purple gems built into a metal frame of sorts and pulsing in unison resplendent armor a glass orb on a pedestal a quiver of of heroes each that radiate with sunlight 
and you can feel that it's sunlight, not normal light. Cause even, even from here, the little bit of light that comes out and casts upon you, it's almost a reminder of what the sun feels like mm -hmm. a coat rack of cloaks. Each of them, it seemed to suck in, in the, li the, the little bit of light that exists here, a chest that, that opens on its own accord showing jewelry rings and necklaces and bracelets you imagine of magical sorts and a, and a, a drawer that opens and pro proffers itself and expands outward of wands all in a velvet backing there's a Damn. box a wide assortment of preserved foodstuffs all in all would have to be a hundred thousand or more gold worth of tools, weapons, food, and more. Tasha says, I know how difficult it can be to find things in the Shadowfell. I know this from personal e efforts, especially when your friends are lacking in number and enemies, and enemies seem omnipresent and omniscient, which is practically how I make my living by the way. So consider these gifts from the headmasters of the ethereal order. It yeah. behooves us to see this place fortified and strong. And if you will allow it, I will bring a contingent of men and women to stay here for a time, following your ways until you have regained your strength a, a, a bit more. Shadarkai, I'll look at each other. Aileen even, see, even seems a loss of words. There's a, there's a gap here that if, if you choose to, to fill with, with words or actions, you may. I've learned to be wary of pretty faces bearing gifts. <laughs> what exactly is in it for you? Well, a little birdie, and she looks over at, at Annie and the bird. A little birdie has hinted to me that this place was assaulted recently. And from the looks, I imagine I can already confirm that much. But I'd like more information as to the whom, the why, the how, and very much to ascertain whether my source of information is to be, be trusted. So I come looking for information. And as I said, what's in it for me is what's in it for all mortal kind. This fine bastion here, this legendary residence lost to, to history. I'm sure these trinkets are worth nothing compared to the endless spoils that are, that are within these stone walls, but perhaps they can be of the slightest modicum of help. See if she's trying to make up for not realizing what's going on to her under her own goddamn nose. Earth doesn't know these things. <laughs> oh, you would yeah. say in infernal. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Quietly oh, to Annie. Yeah. That fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Well, I trust her. Makes sense to me. No one would come all this way. 
Nope. No. I can vouch for the fact that she fighting for the right side at the very least might be a pain in your ass, but is on the right side. Hmm. <laughs> Glowing com- commendation from a stranger from afar. She'll flick a finger and the will close itself up and shrink. Now, she'll come over and put a uh, stiletto-heeled boot on it. Now, this box and all the spoils in it are yours to keep. No strings attached other than the ones I'm asking you right now. Answers. I want to know everything there is to know about what happened here. And I want to know everything there is to know about a certain... Let's just say I have questions and I seek a private conference with the Shadar Kai. If possible with the, with the Queen of Ravens herself, but if that's Sarah, not- Do you want to give her your speech about how that doesn't fucking happen? Sarah's like <laughs> inside the door, doorway, pokes her head around. <laughs> Have no power here. <laughs> Aileen will turn and walk over to you, you, Annie, and will say quietly in your in your ear. She'll lean over her her long hooked beak mask, kind of coming over your shoulder. You know this witch truly. Yes, I do, and for all of my jabs, I do trust her and what she is after. And what is she after? From what I understand, her job is to keep the devils and fiends fighting amongst themselves so they don't actually harm the mortal plane or anyone who's worth their weight and shit. So if she's here to help you, it's more than likely because she needs to distract or take down Orcus and she's concerned that he's too pointed at this point in time. That's my assumption. I don't trust her. I don't trust anyone. That's my job. But it is difficult to overlook what she brings. We could use every implement we can get our hands on at this point. I do think having a stronger is selfish enough for her to help her with her own goals. What do you know of this headmasters of the ethereal order? I've never heard of such a thing. No idea. Norwin might know more than me, but I, I don't deal with those types of people in the mortal realm very often. That tends to be where Norwin falls in. She goes over to the Shatter Kai and there's a bit of a scrum with them while Tasha just looks blithely around. Patient. Above the table, has no one ever heard of this term either? Or was that presented to me or was that something 
is this like a, a completely unknown moniker? The Ethereal Order? Yeah. Never heard of it before. Didn't think so. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some time goes by. Shatterkai steps forward and says, no matter what you say, you do reek of fiend and demon kind. It's difficult to trust one who consorts with them. Natasha says, oh, I do more than just cons- consort. And she produces a book to hold it in her hand and a black tome materializes from shadow and mist with a dark clawed clasp holding it shut. She taps it and it opens and the book flutters open. Moment this book opens, there's almost a wave of like vile sensation mm-hmm. crossing you all. This book of mine has captured several fiends, devils. Undoubtedly, that's what you're smelling as you says you say. Don't worry, I keep them very well protected and they protect me when the, the need calls calls for it they will stay in this book as long as you stay a reasonable distance from me again i wish for us to be friends here i don't wish to be tearing pages out of out of my books and bringing demon lords into existence not on your very front step no, I'm not threatening you. Simply a statement so we know what grounds we all stand on. We will accept your gifts. And you may ask your questions, but you may not enter the castle and you may not have a conference with the, the, the queen. None have that honor. Tasha says, well, that's not what I heard, but so be it. Let's have a a smaller conference. I'll choose some at random here. You, the talkative one, you with the the chains, you with the two daggers. I don't think I could tell you to fuck off even if I wanted to. Uh, Those of you invisible surrounding me, I'm sure you're there thinking you're 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 clever. Mew, the human boy, and you, the the horn girl. The rest of you, I'm sure you have more important things to do. Did she point it to Norwin, yes or no? Yes. Yep. Okay. Norwin would then step out. Yeah. There's a smattering of dissent from the other followers who are like, this is not trustworthy, blah, 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 blah. But the Shadar Kai seem to be following your lead and Aileen's lead and stepping forward, keeping their weapons trained and whatnot, even as they step, some of them, most of them step backwards a bit. They corral them back. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are pointed out uh, are beckoned forward. 
if you choose mm -hmm. to step forth. I would step forward and kind of quietly, if I can get somewhat close to Natasha, kind of quietly ask, excuse me, ma'am, do you have the time? That is adorable. So I do. All right. Take no one, literally 10 minutes to identify it. So I assume that'll probably be fine. <laughs> Excuse me while I take out my book and try to decipher time. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that would be a little, you know, you know how it is. Oh, I do. Good, good question. Do I have the time? <laughs> Rachel needs a two minute break because I've been out of a drink for an hour and need to pee. I get it. That's yeah, all. I figure we're just about done, actually. Okay. Here. As long as we're not doing a full conversation. Right? Because I really have to pee. Well, I think we were going to go until 930 and it's already 10. So maybe, maybe we should just cut it done right here. Um, Boom. Dr. Tasha. Yeah, this is the last thing. And I sense, I figure, um, you know, I'm not trying to not have... Um, have earth involved but since earth doesn't remember this stuff that's why it's like get out of here mm -hmm. wrong, every fiber by being in earth story would be like uh i want why wasn't i picked fuck you guys i want to come with but <laughs> i was like all right i'll click back in the shadows with the other people all grumbly <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right well i don't want to go too <clears throat> late based on the time that we had that, that we had said so mm -hmm. um we can cut it quick, cut it quits here. We'll do it either on Slack or we'll do it in, in person when we next meet. Um, mm -hmm. It won't be a super long conversation, I, I think, um, but it will be something worth discussing. And um, maybe she'll even spend the night. <laughs> As we'll see. We'll see if sleepover. Probably not. Um, one, one question before we go very quickly here is when are we thinking about meeting next? Um, my quarantine is over on Thursday. Okay. So honestly, whenever you guys would feel comfortable meeting again, I'd be, mm -hmm. I'd be down. Yeah. It'd be great to know once I get my, uh, results back, assuming that I'm negative, like these other two, then, you know, yeah, that's probably fine. So maybe you guys can answer, riddle me this. Heidi now just had a positive test because of course we've been living together and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. So does my quarantine start over now that she has it or like she doesn't affect me anymore? Well, mm -hmm. she presumably would have gotten it when you're, she would, she would have gotten it shortly after you got it based on the fact that you, you, you guys live together. So just because she got a positive test more recently does not mean I think it starts the whole timer over again. Right? No, totally. I, I know. I, I just said like start your quarantine from your exposure to the person. Mm -hmm. or from this onset of your symptoms. So like she didn't have any symptoms until yesterday, but she had already been with me in my lockdown for a week. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, mm. I'm just more so curious. I'm like, I'm good to leave and go about my normal life come Thursday, right? Like even if her quarantine is different, I don't have to ride out her quarantine as well. The way I understand viruses and stuff, right? Am I making sense? What I'm... No, your your question makes sense. I don't know if I have oh, okay. a... Yeah, I don't um, have an answer. Maybe your like, mother would? Theoretically, I 
I can't, yeah, I'll have to ask my doctor, but theoretically, I mm -hmm. can't get it and give it out again that quickly. I don't know. Unless maybe we had two different variants. I guess, yeah, I'll have to ask a doc. Because, like, if I had a variant and she had a variant, no, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and if she just started, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Because you, you must have had, she just started exhibiting symptoms when? Like, yesterday. Like, she just started to feel a little tired and she 